test back. I'm fucked. Bam, we're live. What were you saying just now? Who, me? Yeah. Just chilling. No procedures can hurt back his little boys, JR. Uh, Claire, hi. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hi. Uh, you know Brian because uh, we met through Brian. Yep. And, and um, JR's above you. Familiar, not not personally, but yes. And then and then Caleb is uh, down there. It's like yep. it's like a Brady bunch. It episode. is a Brady bunch. Uh, let me do one thing here really quick before we get started. Normally we're a little. Uh, that's not true. I was going to say normally we're a little more organized than this, but um, there's no normal here. Thank you, thank you. I mean, uh, would it would it even be related to CrossFit if it was like super organized? Good point. <laughs> Some would hope so. Fucking great point. Uh, I have a printer that's, I have have like uh, my wife, I have a printer that's like so old and I'm trying, I was trying to print out all these cool um, uh, things that Brian made for the show so that I could have them in hard copy. So I didn't have to look over there and it's just taken for, Oh, I forgot to hit. And then right. And then I, and then so I was over, that's why we're late because I was waiting for the printer. And that's what you're doing. It's just so slow. It's crazy. <clears throat> Let me see if my wife. Hello. Hi, babe. Hi. Hey, um, there's some papers coming out of the printer really slow. Could you bring them in my office oh. as they're done? There's no rush. Yeah. You're wonderful. Joseph is already on it. Oh, you're a wonderful human being. Thank you. Oh, and so are you. You're welcome. Okay. Say hi to Claire. Thank She's you. new to the show. Hello. Hello. How are you? Don't be rude, Haley. Great. Don't How be rude. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> all right okay. thank you babe bye okay bye uh claire you you you're a crossfitter i i do be doing crossfit yeah and, and how and how long have you been doing it like seven years i think i've been watching you longer than that but uh but doing it for about seven holy shit this is your seventh this is your seventh open yeah seventh yeah so i guess then it's at least that long if this is my seventh open yeah were you like a high school or collegiate athlete just looking for something to like do or how, how did you how did it cross paths with you uh it was about the only thing gym wise to do where i'm from and so i was in my 20s trying to not be obese i didn't play oh. any sports growing up oh oh yeah me neither okay were you were you just a goofball growing up like me uh i mean i was artistic <laughs> i was kind of a rebel I, 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 mean, I, was, I was artistic too i was lots of shit i was great at smoking weed yeah um, Stuff like, but I mean, you have any sports background? <laughs> like the thought, like you had, like when the first time you saw Clean or Snatch, you were like, or, or deep D ball slam, you were like, huh? Completely confused. I remember watching the sport in like I don't know. I mean Annie's early days, so it was that like oh nine somewhere oh. around there is when I first was introduced to it and was like, you know, just watching it, thinking that's that's pretty cool, that's wild. But it wasn't until a handful of years later when I finally mustered the courage. I actually went into that CrossFit gym in my uh, town 2013, scared the shit out of me, didn't go back till 2016. Oh, wow, wow. And yeah. so did you keep doing it, but just kind of like closeted, like at Globo gyms or at home? I went to a Gold's Express by myself. And, and, just, tried, and just tried it out, just looked at the videos and tried the shit out? No, 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 I just, I had no idea what I was doing. I would like hang out on a treadmill and then maybe I'd go over into a squat rack and not squat right. And yeah, it wasn't until I, I got desperate enough and went back to the CrossFit gym and then they spent some years trying to help me figure out movement patterns. And that was a journey. And, and which one was that? Which gym was your first gym? Coda CrossFit. Wow. Okay. Oklahoma. Yeah. There's six different Coda affiliates. Shout out Bryce. Oh, that's cool. Is that home for you? Oklahoma? I live in Austin, Texas now, but I am from Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
did I just hear about Oklahoma? Something there. Is, is that where the open is? Times, have you ever been to the Red River shootout? Oh, many, many times. Yeah, we don't have a lot going on, so that's a big moment for us. <laughs> what is that? Is that a bar? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would have been there too. <laughs> it's, a, it's an annual uh, college football game between University of Texas and University of Oklahoma. Yeah. Is um is, is that where the open is? Uh, this is, It's in Oklahoma this 23 no, no. it's an I Omaha. mean it might as well Omaha. be <laughs> oh right 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 I know it was an O someone was I know it was some kind of O um this is uh trolling the leaderboard this is a um uh show a thought that Brian and I um played around with back in 1987 and then are we we our paths uh separated and then uh, earlier in the year this I'm year, surprised he's, you remember my my year of birth, Seth. I'm very good. He he's is that really the year you were born? It is. <laughs> uh, and then um and then Brian and then Brian this year was like, hey dude, we should we should just I mean we knew we were going to do some shows covering the open. He's like, let's do a trolling the leaderboard show, and I was like, that's a cool idea. So here we are, uh, Jr. Howell, um, a new friend, also not as new as you, Claire. You're really new, like like minutes. Just you're still in the uh, seedling stage, mm-hmm. um, gestation maybe even. Uh, I would say that uh, Jr. and I are more in the uh, infant stage. We're about to get out of diapers. Wow. Yeah, and Caleb and I don't have a long friendship either, but we've really we're we've like done ecstasy together. Like we've spent so much time together, we expedited our relationship. You know, with MDMA, you can do ten years of relationship in one <laughs> evening if you, use a, if you use a therapeutic dose. <laughs> Should we walk down that journey or no, no, no. We're stick to the, <laughs> stick to the games here. Okay. Um, so 23, uh, point two, um, do we, do we want to, uh, I know, um, it's kind of interesting. I know there's this tug of war here. Uh, Brian called me earlier today and is like, Hey dude, I'd like to like give the athletes a lot of attention. And I know there's been some hiccups here and there, but last week we spent 45 minutes on the hiccups and I'd like to spend a little more time on the um, athletes than the hiccups. And, and I'm, I'm totally uh, fine with that. Um, and I, the, the main hiccup that happened in the last 24 hours is kind of like a, a nothing to me. Just basically the, the, the thing that happened with uh, Sasha Nevis is basically she just Are had you a, using nothing as an adjective or a noun here. Like a nothing burger. Um, it's a nothing <laughs> burger to me. I mean, basically she just had her shit um, uploaded and her video was cut, like for whatever fucking reason. And she uploaded. And so people were like, hey, she's a cheater. And then everyone's like, wait a second. That's a that's a GoPro setting that obviously she's not aware of and probably shouldn't be aware of. So, well, now everyone's aware of it, right? Yeah. I mean, that was resolved between uh, Proven, who she's competing with this year and CrossFit, their, you know, athlete relations team. Andrew brought some attention to it publicly. And because of that, it actually helped uh, facilitate the solution to that problem. But from everything that I've been able to see, no, no foul play there at all. Um, just a unfortunate mistake. And yeah, hopefully everyone can learn from it and fewer people make that mistake next time. And then, and then I do think that there have been uh, several, there are several other errors uh, that we've seen in terms of the leaderboard or posts that have gone up on CrossFit Games Instagram with the wrong reps mentioned, um, but we'll maybe we'll uh, leave that for the end if we're desperate, and we'll just dig right in on performances if you want. Uh, I mean, I'll just say that um, even in some of the stuff that we're going to talk about tonight, while we're trying to highlight the athletes, it's a you know as everyone knows, it's a massive job to administer this competition. It's you know hundreds of thousand people worldwide. There are dozens and dozens of divisions, but there are some, you know, if you're looking at the leaderboard and everyone has a different interest within the leaderboard, there are still 
very blatantly inaccurate scores from the first week and a ton of inaccurate scores in the second week. Obviously, we hope that those will be cleaned up, but we have to give CrossFit time to, to adequately do that. Um, <clears throat> I think so, you know, yeah. Well, just, since you've opened that, that window, um, shouldn't, the, shouldn't the scores be accurate from week one already? I would say yes in the case of, you know, scores that are leading their division worldwide. Like that, at the very least, should be... Uh, have taken for care all of the divisions, now. short stature, masters, like hey, get the, get the get yeah. the first page correct. Yeah, and there are a couple that are still outstanding, not correct, which is yeah is disappointing. You would think that at least they could get those things right. And what I one of the things I tried to do last week and will do today is to pick at least the winner or the perceived winner of every workout in every division and give them a little bit of credit or attention. But when it's you know that it just in doing an hour of research of preparation for that. I was able to very quickly see which of the scores were most likely not um, valid scores. And so we'll, we'll acknowledge that when we're talking about it. And I even color coordinated them. So CrossFit can copy my homework and get to work on it. Yeah, you didn't, you did an, an amazing job. I hope my pieces of paper, um, <laughs> I hope all my pieces of paper come through uh, soon. Uh, I, I think we should start. JR, do you want to open with anything? And uh, you look like you're hard pressed to say something. No, no, no. I think, uh, I think uh, 23.2 was definitely something that none of us really saw coming, 2A or 2B, um, in the movements that were chosen, and then obviously to do a max lift at the end. I think for the most part, at least I know my community had a, had a blast with it. Most people redid it. I think some may should have, some may should have not. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was a fun time. Oh, what, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, you, you, some people... What 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 bad could happen? What what um, no good could happen from redoing it? Well, in a workout as simple as twenty three point two a, it's really easy to say, "Oh, I'm just going to do my burpees a little bit faster, or I'm just going to run a little bit faster, or I'm just going to run a little bit slower." But what people have to realize when they're going to redo any workout is that however much they hurt during the workout the first time, they're going to have to hurt more to get more reps, and that's a lot easier to say you're going to do than to actually do. And then in a workout that has two scores you may get four or five more reps and then do five or six less pounds on the lift. And then you're stuck trying to figure out which score to take. And sometimes oh, oh, it's oh. not even that big of a difference. Oh, oh. <clears throat> the, oh, oh. The, the answer is to take the heavier lift. Um, do, do you, um, Claire, are you familiar with Andrew Hiller? He comes on the show sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And, familiar. and you guys all saw, he put out that video where he's, um, I, I didn't see the video, but I've seen a lot of chatter about it. I, I wish I would have watched it where he, he walks, the shuttle runs and, and then recommends that to uh, improve people's scores. And then people redid it. I the two people I know who did it are, uh, I redid um, it. Seven. I yeah, I know you, I, I saw you redid it and your score improved and moved you up like 3000 places, according to Mike Halpin. And then Sarah Cox from California hormones redid it. And I think it improved her by uh, several reps. Uh, mm -hmm. thought, did you read, did you see that Claire? What do you think about that? The walking, the gaming of it. I honestly, I think it's, I mean, it's like athlete, athlete IQ. Like, I think it's fun. I think all these workouts have so far have just been like really cool to be able to retest without much repercussion, like on the body so far. So, uh, I think it's entertaining. I didn't think to walk it. Uh, that, that's actually a good point. You know, some of the CrossFit workouts historically, if you want to redo them, I mean, you're really going to be paying for it. These ones are pretty approachable in terms of a redo. 
Absolutely. Uh, now we know why Claire's here. She brings up the term athlete IQ. We'll be stealing that. Um, <laughs> and uh, is that, what do you think about that, JR? That's a great uh, concept. Wear and tear. Like, do you agree with her that both of these are like, hey, um, for, for the gut, for, for most athletes um, in their prime, this, this isn't one that um, is going to hurt you. It's, it's not like, let, let me throw something out there. It's not like high rep deadlifts, right? Or, or, or heavy deadlifts where it's like, shit, you better not redo that. Yeah, for sure. And what's ironic about that is that we're at the point now where the highest level athletes know they're going to move on to the next stage. So there's really not any reason to redo. Whereas back in the day when you had to finish top 30 or 40 to make a regional or even in 2019 where they took automatic qualifiers from the open to the games, you may have to redo a workout that had 200 squat repetitions or 150 light hinge repetitions or 600 double unders and you're doing that two and three times in like 72 hours so yeah i mean the the wear and tear now for athletes that are maybe just trying to get into that next stage of quarterfinals you know she's right it's not going to beat you up as much hey and what do you think about this idea i you know i I'm, i watch the ufc a lot and they do talk about that fighter iq and this idea that uh, claire just brought up the claire bays we, we should have that the claire bays uh uh athlete iq um, it's true, right? It, I mean, those are those are the things that we we always hear. Um, that, that 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 might be the way to describe. Uh, what's the champ's name? Uh, Mr. Medeiros, uh, Justin Medeiros's name. Like people are always talking about. Oh, he doesn't make errors. Maybe this is the the term. She's finally put a concept to it. He, he has a high fighter IQ, high athlete IQ. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Good job, Claire. Yeah, yeah, I feel like mine went Changing. down this year. So we'll say that again. Say it again. <laughs> I said I feel like mine went down this year. <laughs> My you're right, you're, well, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you just changed the vernacular. We'll see if a uh, real media picks it up and if we can squeeze it in there next to nothing burger. Uh, okay. What about um, uh, going back? Are there any notable athletes that had to redo it? Like with an upload error, have we had any errors so far in, in the first two workouts where, um, you know, and did we get like, um, like some like someone uh, double dipped on that on the thruster and they had to redo it or have we have do we have any issues like that that we've seen so far in in the in the first two weeks I don't I don't think there's been anything publicly about that I'm sure there are I mean I know that a lot of the top athletes they'll do the workout early they'll watch it back and they'll make sure that everything is good to go especially if they're in contention to potentially win one of the workouts because there's a little mm-hmm. bit of money on mm-hmm. the line and those would be heavily scrutinized but nothing public nothing problematic in that regard there are, there are two other things that I would like to just mention Please. before we start looking at the athletes. One of them that you brought up already. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but <clears throat> I think it's it's good to just get it out there a little bit because it addresses a bigger issue. And last year during the Open, for the first time, the owner of the gym that I work at and I both kind of agreed that with the new standard for the burpee that was introduced, it was the first time in the history of doing the Open for us, which we've done 20 combined Opens, that we weren't really sure what the standard was and we weren't really sure if we were following it. And it was difficult to coach it to people at the gym and everyone was asking, is this okay? Is this okay? And I just have this echo in my mind now of Becky Harsh saying, you know what a thruster is, you know what a burpee is. And I just, I think that it would be practical to have, especially movements that are so common like that, just have a document that comes out every September 1st and says for the next 12 months, this is the standard. And the burpee standard is unchanged, and the thruster standard is unchanged, and the pull-up standard is unchanged. We're introducing a new movement this year, kettlebell swing. 
and it'll be labeled new movement, just like on the rule book. When there's something new, it's labeled there. That way, when we come to competitions like this, we don't have to spend time trying to re-educate the people on our gyms or re-educate the world about what a burpee is now. Everyone should know what that is so that we can do the workouts, we can do them well, we can have fun, and we can celebrate the community instead of focusing on all these little nuances that change overnight, and then everyone has to scramble and try to figure out how to accommodate. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, wrong, wrong. Uh, Tammy uh, Balogun, uh, Claire, uh, is she the diversity ad? Uh, some may say. some that That is the rumor. Uh, br- Brian, that would be very communal, that thought you had. You know that the, what I like I like that because that wraps up the community <clears throat> with the sport like that that that's a well, nice integration thing. between like what's going on in the affiliates and then what's going on at the CrossFit Games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the other thing is that I'm honestly I'm sick of hearing CrossFit has a small team. We know you have a small team, so make decisions like that that make it easy on your team. Don't introduce a brand new standard to a competition that has three hundred twenty thousand participants. You're asking for a headache. So I think that that would be a really simple thing that we could do that would alleviate a lot of these, frankly, unnecessary conversations and concerns when this time of year comes around. I I would also like to add this. I think what you could say we're in the Adrian Bosman era. And the Adrian Bosman era is going to be the common sense era. And whether you like that or not, and and, and I I know that has some uh, connotation, a positive connotation on it um, and and some slant. And Adrian is a a dear friend of mine, but it's going to he's going to, you know, uh, the sandbag at the games. That was so bizarre to me that there weren't a number of limited lifts you could do on the fucking sandbag. When you're done, you're done. That was fucking weird. But that's the Adrian Bosman era. And it's like I I think what they're doing with the thrusters, hey. Was Vellner trying to cheat? No. Was Jason Grubb trying to cheat? No. Oh, so we'll let it go. I think that, I think we're gonna. Ha- I think that's the era we're in, and we can either accept it or fight it. Thoughts? Anyone? Good. My favorite kind of uh, people to work with. Uh, Nicole uh, Gazan. Is this a? Um, is this a? Is this a real Gazan? I don't know, but is Nicole Gazan the athlete to watch, or was there supposed to be a name included on this message? Uh, uh, for an athlete to watch, 14 to 15-year-old girl scaled, she's 13, maybe a name to remember. I wonder if it is the Gazan's uh, younger sister. Well, Alex Gazan is doing extremely well so far in the Open this year, and if that is the case, then at least we know she has a good role model teaching her the ropes. Uh, that is a lot of money. I appreciate it. I will spend it wisely. There will be no sugar purchased or no, uh, it will not go to any woke organizations, I promise. I, I can promise you that. Okay. All right, last, um, one, last one before we get to the athletes, Savan. Please. And um, we certainly, uh, uh, Caleb, you can pull it up if you want to. But uh, today, finally, I was able to publish this article that I've been talking about that is a historical study of the height of athletes relative to open performance since the inauguration of the Open oh, in Oh, my favorite subject. This is good. And I just... I just how tall are you, Claire? How tall are you? Between five seven, five eight. How tall are you, Jr.? Mm, six foot. Uh, Brian, you're five ten, five nine. Five ten. Okay. And you? I'm five five. I don't really know. <laughs> Last time I measured, I was five five. Okay. And five, I, mean, I think I'm in that like era in my life where I could get shorter, especially with how much weight I'm lifting these days. I'm strong <laughs> like a fucking bull. Mm. It's like making me shorter. You don't spend time on that uh, decompression table that Mr. Spin has in his garage? No, that thing hurts me. I hung upside down. <laughs> that hurts me. I start to spin. I get vertigo. I'm at that age. Anyway, I, I uh, just wanted – there were uh, uh, several comments that were very similar 
in response to that article. Uh, we're, we're not necessarily saying definitively one thing or another. All we're suggesting is that we have data available to us. We've been doing this now for over a decade to open. And we, this, this guy, Mark Baum, did the, re, did the research. He was able to pull the top 2,500 athletes that completed every workout, male and female, since 2011, and do what's called a rank correlation study, charting their height versus their performance against those other 2,500 athletes. And then you can have, there's a plot chart. And if you go to the article and you're actually interested in, in seeing which workouts favored, it's, not a, it's, it's objective, it's just factual, which workouts go a little lower than that, Caleb, to the one that's like orange or green. Um, yeah, so the taller lines above the bar, uh, above the, uh, ex, the horizontal axis there will be more favorable to the tall athletes. The lower ones are more favorable to short athletes. So on the far left, you can see that one that dips way down there. That's 12 minutes of burpees. It's the most statistically favorable to shorter demographic of athletes. If you go all the way to the right and look at the one that's really tall and high, that's 19.1. It's rowing in wall balls, and it's the antithesis. It's very favorable to taller athletes. That makes a lot of sense. When you look at most of them are actually pretty close to the middle and, uh, and pretty well balanced. None of us are saying that it's a problem to have rowing or wall balls in the open. No one's saying it's a problem to have burpees in the open or chest bar pull-ups or thrusters or these things that commonly favor one or the other. What we're saying is if you are going to have them, <clears throat> that you should you should be conscious of the way that they impact the leaderboard. And so if you're going to have a workout like 23.2A that has burpee pull-ups with a variable height pull-up bar, then you need to know from testing and from history that that's going to be favorable in general. Now, there certainly can be some exceptions, and we'll talk about some tonight, but it's going to be generally favorable to the shorter athlete. Um, you might say, well, it offsets by the run. But the problem with the run is that you have to turn around so often that you don't really get to stride it out that much. And every time you do, you have to bend down and touch the ground, which is also harder for the taller athletes. It's a longer range of motion to cover. So then when we first saw this workout last week, we thought, oh, well, this is actually fine. Even if it is favorable for the body weight athlete, the shorter athlete or whatever, we have a heavy lift to offset it. And based on this study, historically, the heavy lifts are generally favorable for the taller athletes. Mass moves mass theory. I have been thinking this weekend, and I'm certainly open to being wrong about this, but there may not be a more favorable strength movement for a shorter athlete than the thruster because wow. that press out at the top is everything and every extra centimeter, inch, et cetera, that you have to press out a maximal load without, with no longer having the momentum from your lower body. I mean, you know the difference between holding a 25-pound plate here and holding it out in front of you, and if you're pressing that overhead, it's a similar example. So I think that overall – this workout in isolation is going to end up being a lot more skewed towards the shorter athletes, the combination of them than I thought originally. And so because of that, I'm just going to wait and see what happens in 23.3. And if there was any thought to potentially counteract that. I, I would love to see the calculation for this, what he means by shorter and taller and how he did that. I keep trying to think how he did that. And I, and I, and I can't figure it out because they're all relative to one another. When you say shorter and taller. Yeah. And there's going to be of 2,500 athletes. I mean, we can just, just talk about men. We can assume that, you know, 99% of them are going to be between five, five and six, three, you know? So there's going to be, you know, hundreds of people at every one of those intervals. So it's, it's not, maybe not a perfect study. Um, some athletes don't report their height, but it gives a general overview. And when you look more closely at the, the movements that are being, you know, commonly showing up in one or the other, it's very logical. L let me throw this out there. 
I would suggest that there's a point where you can become so short that it actually hurts you, that you don't actually even fit in the short category. And I would argue that like Colton Mertens is there or, uh, or um, uh, what's his name? Um, Scott Tetlow, the worldwide winner of 23.2A. Uh, Tetlo or uh, who who's the guy? Uh, what's Ricky's uh, brother's name? Benny, Benny Garrard. Ben yeah. yeah, I would guess that, but I would guess on the tall end, that's not true. I'd guess a seven foot, dude, that- I'd guess <laughs> a seven foot dude, tall dude would do fucking great on the row wall ball. Do you have that video that I sent of the six foot eight guy? Oh, is that what that is? Like I was trying to figure out that. Who is that guy on Instagram messaged me and it was like, his Instagram was like six foot eight crossfitter. And I was like, you're six, eight. He's like, yeah. This is him standing at the highest pull-up bar in his gym before uh, the open, before they changed the pull-up bar height for him. He's, I mean, look, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Um, and then they they were able to, they of course, had to take everything apart, move it up to the highest rung, and he was then able to clear it by an inch. I'd like to see how that guy moves. Six eight, that's a lot of dude. But if you think back to the chaos workout at the games in 2018, they had that red strip across the the North Park field, and we have a amazing visual just coincidentally that Fraser and Fikowski were in lanes next to each other and Fikowski doesn't even have to jump. He just waves his hand and touches the banner and Fraser has to do a pretty significant jump to get up there and touch it. But they're doing the burpees at basically the same rate because just as much of an advantage as Brant has of touching that strip, Fraser can get off and up and down the ground faster because he's six to eight inches shorter than him. And, you know, it was just a thought that I had this weekend. What if they just standardized the pull-up bar height? And they said, all the men have to do a 90-inch pull-up bar height for this workout. Suddenly, all of this conversation is probably irrelevant. Oh, um, oh, and what about um what about that box that Mertens had to get over at the games? He had to like take a step back and like w- 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 do you remember that? That <laughs> it was yeah, the, that's the thing though. Like by nature, there are gonna be movements in CrossFit that are more favorable to taller athletes. Very few, but some. And then juxtapose there's going to be most movements that are more favorable to short athletes i I guess what i'm saying is there's a point where you can become so short that you're really fucked i guess it's true tall too i guess it's true tall too but you know to brian's point about a standardized pull-up bar height you know let's come back to that for a second because i think it's something that people miss in the open this was perfect for a standard because most people have a bar or multiple bars at their gym that they always use for pull-ups you're usually not going to pick a pull-up bar that you can stand flat-footed and grab you're going to pick one or you're going to have one in your garage if you have a home gym that's just out of your reach. So it was it, it was perfect. And sure, there's some instances where you may have a gym owner that will move one a little bit higher or a little bit lower for you if you're kind of an outlier. But for those that think something like this can be done in an in-person competition, I'll push back on that. Whenever they whenever they did 30, 30 burpee ring muscle-ups for time at regionals, they did not go out there and adjust rings. Remember, there are fixed heights for pull-up bars and for rings when you get it to in-person competitions. If you start to adjust, just like in the open, if they would have said, hey, you can either use a 93-inch bar or you can use an 88-inch bar. If you're shorter, you, have to, you, ha- you just have to jump higher. If you're taller, you just get to stand up and do a half pull-up. For those of you that don't like that, that would be like me saying, here's a 15-foot rope. Brian, you only have to go to 14.8. JR, you have to go to 15 feet. Claire, you have to go to 15 uh, to 14 two. It wouldn't make any sense. It would be just like extend your arms over your head. Brent, you have to go 11 and a half foot wall ball. Colton, you get to go to nine and a half. No, there are just some movements that yeah. by nature we yeah. don't mess with. They're just more yeah. favorable to different body types. Yeah. 
So you're in favor of that. Just you take it the, the way they do it at the games. Hey, like, or, or the semifinals, weren't there two heights? You get to choose one or the other. You have to. Yeah. Because yeah. if you, if you start adjusting one thing, you have to adjust everything. But for the you, open, this was uh, do, saying that <laughs> you just have to use one, one pull up bar height if you're a male and then one if you're a female. It's, uh, it's a lot easier. I'm sorry. It's a lot harder to do that than to put two tape lines on the ground and say, Hey, 55 inches is wall walks for females. 60 inches is wall walks for males. So much easier. Uh, the owner of the CrossFit gym I go to is a giant cheat. Okay. Uh, does he does, or she does, they do. It does open workouts in secrecy uh, away from all other gym members comes up with ridiculous scores. Oh, that he, of course, it's a dude that he is 100% incapable of doing. And then he validates his own fake score. God, I wish this money was coming from Brazil. I so don't want this to be in the United States. This is bullshit. <laughs> you guys hear any of this? You see, any, you see, you guys see any cheaters out there? Claire, you see any cheaters out there? Uh, I mean, I think like the level of integrity in the sport of cross, that's like usually high. I mean, people in this realm have a good bit more of it, but I do think that like year over year, the, like even just, I don't know, the floor plans and so on. Like, it's kind of, I don't know that I feel like all CrossFit coaches and gym owners are maybe as strict as they maybe have been in the past with all of the standards, especially whenever things are going on with the standards, like that whole top down effect. Like, I, I, I don't know if I'm just feeling that and that's like an inaccurate feeling or if that's real, that some are maybe not um, taking it as seriously when it comes to the standards because of the lack of communication and stuff. I think I think there's a difference though between taking it not taking it seriously and um uh like cheating. Like that year that they had some crazy handstand push-up thing on the wall and you had to find the height. I just ignored that. I was like, hey, look, if I'm if my elbows are fu- I'm not trying to cheat. If my elbows are locked out, I'm giving myself the fucking rep. Heels against the wall, that's enough for me. Like there becomes a point, right? You yeah, know, there's a cheating, tough, a lot a- of cheating, Brian. I mean, yeah, there are there are people out there that will look for every edge and every shortcut. And that's the that's the argument in favor of CrossFit with all the standards and, and nuances that they write in there is that they're trying to account for that. And it is sad that they have to. Uh, uh, for Sevon's elbow surgery, after all those 70-pound dumbbell snatches, Jeremy World, thank you. My shoulder feels great. Um, uh, Steven Denbraver, $1.99. Uh, I appreciate that. I will send that right over to Brian. Um, uh, Olsen dudes. Oh, good to see you, brother. A little dinero for Sevon tossing that 70 pound dumbbell around like a boss. Yeah. It was like my tra- trabajo, like my trabajo. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to start with the, uh, no, hold on. I want to see if I got any more money. Hold on. Oh, okay. Nope. Shoot. Darn it. Okay. You're out. I'm out. I'm out of money. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to do women adaptive. Are you cool with that? Love it. Okay. Uh, women adaptive, um, Mr. Beaver, um, so, um, basically, I tried. I, I tried to do this last week. We ran a little bit out of time, but I wanted to try to congregate or aggregate all of the the best performances from every division. And there's a lot of divisions. Here, there's only two colors on the screen. The black ones are scores that I think are definitely valid. The red ones are scores that I'm not sure if they're valid or not. And I would uh, encourage whoever's doing the review process there to check them out. But either way, as it stands on the leaderboard when I did this four or five hours ago, these are the best performances by all the adaptive women in each division. Well, um, what is intellectual? You don't know the difference between equality and equity, and then you get to go in the uh, intellectual division? Is there that are... really a division? They call it that, intellectual? hmm Wow. 
I did. Uh, that that's that's interesting. All right. Uh, any any standouts here? Anyone you're um you want to specifically like? Uh, ho- ho- I mean, I don't. Uh, I was really I was kind of pressed for time, so I didn't get a chance to put all their scores in here as well. But um, the, I don't I don't recognize a lot of the names. Valerie Cohen obviously was the champion at the games last year in lower extremity division. She's you know one of the I would say premier and dominant uh, adaptive athletes in the sport right now. Um, and, but, you know, this is a, uh, area of the, of the community that is growing, that there's been some more and more conversation about. And, um, I hope that I hope to learn more about these athletes in the next couple of years. Yeah. And I just want to give some love to a member and a coach of mine, Noel Henderson. She is currently second in the world in the multi-extremity, uh, female. So fingers crossed she finishes another good week next week and she's going to the games. Yeah, uh, multi-extremity meaning what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Claire. No, I just said go Noel. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What does that mean? A uh, multiple extremity, like missing a hand and a foot? Uh, no, it could be like neuromuscular. Like she's got um, CP. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I'm looking at this. Um, I'm looking at uh, Valerie's uh, Cohen's. Oh, lower extremity. Okay. I was like, hey, she got both her arms. Okay. So she got something wrong with uh, her right leg. Yeah, I, I don't know why. It, it's kind of weird, but I, I'm starting to get I, – I think the adaptive class is kind of cool. It's, I mean, it's really cool. It's cool mm-hmm. that there's uh, an opportunity for those athletes to to compete and anyone who's ever seen them actually compete in live competition. I mean, it is extremely impressive. Yeah, there's like a, a juggling aspect to it, right? Like seeing someone juggle like six balls. Like you're seeing them do something and you're trying to imagine yourself doing it, the stuff that they do with one leg or one arm, and you, you just – you can't. It, it, it's it's pretty cool. All right, any other games champs in here? Mm, not sure. And to Cody Birch's question, yes. Like the and the ones that I've highlighted as red, that means one of two things: either their score is like fifty reps greater or thirty pounds heavier than the next rep, and I'm talking like a hundred and thirty pound lift compared to a hundred, and or they might you know they're not really um, ranked like they're ranked like close to last in their division, but have this one score that's a clear outlier relative to the other. They certainly could be legitimate scores. I would just say those are the ones that if I was on the review team for CrossFit that I would begin with asking for those videos to, to make sure that those are actually legitimate. And I hope, obviously, that they are. Hey, uh, um, Patrick, uh, she, I, I am seeing this, that Valerie was a collegiate gymnast. Did she injure her leg in um, gymnastics? That's, that's a uh, wouldn't be surprising, right? That's a tough sport. I'm trying to scroll down here. Were you asking Patrick? Were you hoping he would reply? She, well, he, I saw him in the comments. Yeah, maybe he'll reply. <laughs> Should just have him on the show. Okay, uh, women's adaptive. Okay, uh, we will do a – try to do a little more thorough uh, next week. I'll, um, it's my fault. I should have pulled up a bunch of these Instagrams ahead of time. Oh, it's a – yes. Oh, shit. So she did – okay. She did injure her leg. She was uh, able-bodied, and then she fucked her leg up doing gymnastics, and here and now we get her across it. It's awesome. All right, cool. Uh, well, story. I've always said it's where professional athletes go to die. Uh, men adaptive. I recognize Kevin Ogar's name. Uh, oh, K- uh, Casey Acre. We had him him on the show. Yeah, so a couple of guys here, Casey Acre and Tom Yazga, that are you know 
they're the class of their divisions by far at this point. Um, Kevin's ogre's name is in purple because he's uh, actually second place on that workout in his division. The purple ones are the ones where I'm a hundred percent sure the score ahead of them is not legitimate. Okay. And, and, and why would it be in there? It's just an error, just a, a fat thumb. Yeah. I mean, there's two, there's basically two reasons that you're going to see inaccurate scores at the top of the open leaderboard in any division. One is because someone made a mistake in the way that they entered their score or a keyboard entry, like you said. Two is that they're uh, intentionally trying to get to the top of the leaderboard, take a screenshot and show all their friends, hey, I was the best in the world at this thing, which is sucks, but it happens. Uh, Sevon has a performance enhancing nose. It's got to be like some racist or ethnic like discrimination there or something or something. Uh, and, and, and no issues, even though Kevin Ogar works at CrossFit, uh, no issues with him. Can he go to the games? Can he compete at the games even though he's an insider? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they don't get any rules against that. Okay. And um, Casey Acree, uh games winner last year. Mm-hmm. Seeing if I recognize anyone else. Oh, and, and this guy, uh, Mike, uh, in the short stature, Mike Widowus. I see him all over Instagram. He's the swoosh guy, right? Whoosh, so, swoosh. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. All right. I wonder if the, has this has this grown? Has the adaptive division grown? Is it growing? Helpin has data on that. He did send it to us the other day. <clears throat> Let me ask you this: Are there any divisions that aren't growing? Are there divisions? Or, or, or are there any divisions that are shrinking? He, yeah, he sent us that the other day too. I can't remember exactly what he said. Okay, but we, we should just do a show. Uh, b- bad shit happening in CrossFit. Uh, C- Cody Birch, Sevon loves the short stature division. Ever since he found out about it last week, that's great. <laughs> I would give him. I would give them total. Um, I would give them total uh, center stage. There's some other classes I would put in there too that that don't exist. We'll talk about them off the air. I try to be on my best behavior. Okay, uh, Brian, um, right at the top here is unimpressive performances. Should we just dig into that? You can. Uh, do Do you regret using that as a title for um for yeah, the, You're okay with it. <clears throat> I mean, when you heard it say out loud. You're not like God. That's kind of mean. Or is it a compliment? Are you like, yo, fuck? I expected better from you. No, I mean we. Uh, clarified last week that these are all relative, first of all. And second of all, there is completely the possibility that something is going on there that makes their score or their performance justifiable just from the level of expectation that I personally have for certain athletes when I'm scrolling through the leaderboard. There's stores that stand out that weren't as good as I thought that they would be or that I'd hoped that they would be. And these are not necessarily uh, the when, and when when we get to the impressive, they're not necessarily the best ones on the leaderboard either. They're just the ones that stood out to me. Uh, when he said clarified, did you think he was going to talk to you, Claire? What's good? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I did. Um, <laughs> uh, Casey Acre has won seven of the ten open workouts. Has competed in the last three years. Um, I'm going to predict we haven't had any uh, adaptive athletes in the open this year, like for the open events, right? For twenty. 20- we have, we have, we not. have not. No. Okay, so you can expect to see a handful adaptive athletes. I think it will be the short stature. Uh, this is a, a cut, a breaking news. Um, Twenty three point three will have a parade of short stature athletes uh, performing. For you. are are you going? I am going. Yes. To perform? I'm going to be standing over. Bring your dumbbell. Hey, you get off your tippy toes. There's no way you're taller than me. Get off your tippy toe. Uh, unimpressive performances. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, Brian. 
Oh, my goodness. For some people, it's kind of a compliment. You get Annika Greer here. She's never been to the games, and it's like, okay. Uh, oh, sorry, for the women. Well, there's uh, – yeah, okay, fine. 23.2A. You okay with this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you got Annika Greer on here, and it's like, yeah, you never been to the games, and Brian's talking about you. Kind of cool. Yeah, okay. You, you, we expect more from you. But fucking Laura Horvat? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, the same score that I got. Damn. that's That hurts. Uh, JR, any, is, is Brian oh, – let me go to Claire first. Claire, is Brian being too harsh? Are there any names on here? And you're like, come on, Brian. I mean, unimpressive. I guess – I'm looking at the names to see if I actually feel that way. Uh, so, sorry, we didn't give these to you in advance. Sorry. No, 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 no. I got them. I got them. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, um, uh, Matt, Madeline Sturt. I mean, uh, was this a, was this a short person's uh, workout? <clears throat> I'm ho- hoping Mark will act, will be able to do this actual study and give us the you know the real data on that, but it's it seems that way. Uh, Claire, short person workout. Uh, it, based on what he has said, I'm going to go ahead and like, I think Brian does a lot more studying of these things than I do. So I'm going to, I'm going to just jump in the boat there. <laughs> yeah, then, then why, why JR's Madeline Sturt, uh, um, have such a bad score? Well, you know, we can talk about a lot of things like, um, maybe some of these athletes have some injuries and that's probably more of a, a reason for 23.2 uh, B, but you never know. I mean, there, a lot of them are just now starting to ramp up their training. So, Let's say that after last week, we had a lot of hanging reps. So I had muscle-ups, we had toes-to-bar, and a lot of people got back to toes-to-bar. Most people, including us, when predicting 23.2, no one that I heard said that they thought we would be hanging again and doing any kind of pulling. So what if on Wednesday or Thursday, some of these athletes did tons of high-volume pressing, high volume pulling. Maybe they did a lot of barbell cycling and just the bending over back and forth over and over again. We heard a lot of people say that there was some lower back fatigue, kind of sneaky built into that shoulder run burpee workout with all the hinging. And they just went to do the workout. They're not going to change their, you know, their training schedule. Hey, I'm supposed to do it Friday morning. My low back's a little bit tight. My biceps are blown up from all the rope climbs I did on Wednesday because I didn't think we'd be pulling again. And they just weren't able to get a score that they're capable of. That's very possible for a lot of these people. Gotcha. Um, who, who, who's this, uh, a, a, a Burke, a Burke. Who's that? So you got You basically have a, doing a, here? you have a mix of athletes on this list. Some of them that you recognize because they've been to the games and you would just think that pretty much regardless of what the workout is, that they wouldn't be finishing outside of the top 100 and or a top 500 in the world. And all of these are that. Um, some of them are athletes that I specifically am looking at this year as having a chance to make the games. So Gabby McClelland, Afa Burke, Kerstetter, Annika, Taylor Howe that have not made the games before that I'm, I'm looking to see if they've improved in some of the areas that they may need to, if they want to make that next step. And, um, you know, this is just an example of a workout where they're not doing great compared to what I would hope for someone who's trending towards making their first CrossFit games. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Kerstetter, um, how is she doing compared to? Does she have to do two? Um, no, no, no. Because the the uh, standards for the sixteen and seventeen year old division is exactly the same as the elite division. Okay, so Brian read my mind there. How is she? Did she is she beating all the the teenagers? Uh, either her or Trista Smith. They're they're pretty much running away with it. Okay, and we still don't know whether Kerstetter is uh, going to go a uh, big girl or little girl. Correct. I mean, 
we we know what she said, but she doesn't have to make that decision yet. So what did she say? That she was going to try to compete in the elite division this year. No shit. Okay. At least that's what I think. If I'm wrong about that, I apologize. Alrighty. Uh, any anyone here um, that you're concerned about that that you're like, uh oh, the uh, red flag. <clears throat> in the long run, probably not. Okay, so there is someone. Uh, anyone you're concerned about, uh, Claire? Any rumors you're hearing? Laura Horvat, she injured. No, I mean, I think that what if all these athletes also just tested this one time and didn't get the feedback of like, hey, slow down on your run, or whatever. And I don't know if they just did it one time and moved along. Like maybe they didn't have the feedback of the things that would have helped them get significantly better scores, is what it sounded like. But I think I, and adore, adore her. But last week, did Brian, I, th- I thought you had said that you th- thought Sarah, Sigmund's daughter, was going to have like a really good year, right? Was mm-hmm. I wrong on that? And yeah. so how do you feel about this week for her? Oh, I didn't know. She's not it. on this list. That's good. Why? Did well, she shit the bed? She's 235th in the world right now. Uh, 363rd on A and 1808th on B. Wow. Claire's prepared. Wow. 18, <laughs> 1800th. I just went searching. I was just curious because I remember you saying you thought she was going to do well this year. And of course, who doesn't hope for that? She's amazing. Right. So right. Uh, I, I just didn't. In the case of Sarah Sigmund's daughter, I actually love seeing her not lift heavy in the open. <laughs> I say save your heavy lifts for as infrequently as you need to do them. Um, uh, what do you mean? You don't want to see her hurt herself? Um, uh, but she should be good at that, right? I mean, the strength is her, uh, is, is sort of in her wheelhouse. Yeah, I would, I mean, I obviously have no idea, but I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they just said, that's good enough. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. And you, for me, what stands out is the first workout. Um, you know, the running and burpees workout. I'm not surprised that a lot of women in the world can beat her in that and, uh, lifting. I'm actually I'd be ha- happier to see her do a 176 here than, uh, you know, at 226. And who knows what's going to happen then? It, you, Claire, did you say she's 235th in part A or that's her overall, overall. ranking right now? Okay, overall. overall. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, I think she came out with a 15th on, on the first workout and then went 363rd on A and 1808. I guess you've got it literally right there. Yeah. Uh, but so someone said that she did it beside Annie. Are Annie and Katrin working out together right now too? I don't think so. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't think so. That would be weird since Katrin's uh, pressing for the whole um, I live in the United States thing, right? I mean, they have such similar scores. Oh, who, Annie and Katrin? Mm-hmm. What, what, and, and what are they? I think that Annie's 67th World Biden, Katrin's 80th. They, I think they lifted, let's see here. Uh, I don't want to say it wrong. 187. It's okay. Everyone say it's just a nothing. <laughs> I think they had really similar, like just work. I, I think I looked at their scores across the board and they had like similar ones across the board. So I don't know if they were hanging out side by side. No, I haven't seen, I, I haven't seen any of uh, footage of Katrin working out. Have you guys? And very infrequently recently. Uh, Not I, open. I, I haven't seen any of her open. Uh, could we check yeah. out Katrin's uh, Instagram, uh, Mr. Beaver? That um, uh, t- t- totally off off subject. I just saw it here. That show I did with um, um, Brian Shantosh was my 800th uh, show. That's pretty crazy. That is and wild. No, yeah, glad, glad you didn't stop at 500. 
Thank you. Or actually, no, it wasn't 365. Wasn't it? At first, it was just one every day for a year, and then you were going to stop. just lost in the quicksand now. I don't even know. I think it was 500. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see her uh, 1.7 million followers. Okay, let's, let's, let's look at her most recent post. Let's see. Oh, she looks lean and mean. Let me see this uh, most recent one. Is this? Uh, There's wh- nothing the from day? the open here. There isn't? Okay. No. It's a day ago. She's doing some rope climbs. Do, do you recognize that gym? Do we know where, where that is? I think she's in Idaho, where it, she lives. That that log cabin look. All right. Uh, okay, unimpressive women. Uh, and and Laura and Laura Horvat. Uh, well, it, well, let's go back to Madeline Sturt real quick. Uh, Madeline Sturt out of Australia. Um, n- nothing to be concerned about. No rumors because this is her year, right? With Tia and Caragon, uh, uh, we're going to get Madeline back in. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's not going to be easy. And there's another woman that I'll bring up, I think, on the impressive performances list that will be a, a potentially problem for her. Um, Ellie Turner is competing there. Jamie Simmons is competing there. Mm. You may think that Maddie Sturt is the next favorite of, of the women to make it, but there will be some others in the mix. It's not a it's not a shoe in at all. And of course, they could they could earn another spot. <laughs> I think that you're out of your lane. I think that's a Mike Halpin's. Uh, we need Mike Halpin to tell us that. Uh, uh, Brian, um, uh, are you suggesting that Jamie Simmons is a better CrossFitter than uh, Madeline Sturt? Uh, yeah. Okay. I disagree with you. Blair, would you like to weigh in? Nope. Okay. Uh, JR, <laughs> JR, would you like to weigh in? Yeah, I agree with Brian. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> Okay. Uh, in, uh, Should we just stick with this the same workout? Go through all of A. Okay, yeah. twenty twenty three A. So, so should we go to impressive uh, women? Sure. Balance out the negativity with the. Uh, yeah, but um, especially because this is probably my favorite one of all the ones that I made today. Okay, uh, impressive uh, performances twenty three point two A. Uh, and they're in the order. So I, I I included their age for this one because this is just insane to me. And I highlighted two sets of women there that are had the exact same score. If you don't know who Pamela Gagnon is, she's one of the best mm-hmm. gymnastics coaches in CrossFit. She works for Mayhem now. Um, and she's a great follow on Instagram, especially if you're, for pretty much anyone. She's a great follow. Old. I want to second that. She is a great follow on Instagram. And if you go to YouTube to watch any demo videos, if it's not Julie Fouché and James Hobart, it's probably her. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Sorry, Brian. She's 49 years old. I got 169 reps on this workout. Just, just to put it in comparison, when I say that that previous slide was unimpressive performances, every single one of those women, including the best one on that list, Bailey Rail, was still 11 reps behind her, which is over a minute of work at this stage in the workout 45 seconds to a minute of work at least there's also the girl that i said earlier trista smith 17 years old 32 years age gap getting the exact same score and when i saw this today i was just blown away by it are you sure you have her name spelled right i think so it's french oh oh oh, oh, i have it spelled wrong of course (laughs) how dare i how dare i see if we can get i'm looking for her instagram Anyway, while you're doing that, there's a variety of uh, of names on this list. Also, you see Jen Ryan, master's age, 43 years old, and Kendall Gilmore, 16-year-old girl, getting this exact same score. And I thought, particularly in the women, it was just kind of uh, awesome and cool that 
this huge variety of age women were able to all put up relatively similar performances. Hey, so there's two girls right there that beat uh, Olivia Kerstetter. Uh, Trista, uh, Olivia had a 151. Right, yeah. So there's Trista and Kendall uh, both uh, in her division. If she yeah, Olivia to smashed them on the lift, though. So th- uh, and it's like knowing those athletes, it's not surprising that they would outperform her on this workout and that she would outperform them on that workout. And so in this small case study of just those three athletes or even one of these against Olivia, what I had thought originally about this workout is that the ones that do well on part A will likely do not as well on part B and vice versa. And then the elite that will do great on both. Hey, isn't that amazing that a 16-year-old girl could beat uh, Laura Horvat at this? By 22 reps. But this is what I'm saying about this workout. uh, Savan, there's a guy at my gym that I coach. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like 3,000th in the world or something like that. He got one rep different than Jason Hopper on this workout. Jason Hopper is one of the 10 fittest guys in the world. It's It's just a weird workout. Claire, you agree? I think we got a lot of differences from A and B. <laughs> uh, are, are we? Do we see? So I, it's funny because you kind of answered the question I was going to ask. Are we going to see the same thing with the um, men? Do we see sixteen-year-old boys um, beating? No, no. Women are a different. No, but breed. we never, we never ha- really have. I mean, right? Okay. A, it's a stark difference between the men's and women's field. Uh, uh, another great uh, by the Fergie show. Uh, teens dominate most Olympic sports. Seven girls, he said. Uh, what did I say? Oh, yeah, teen just girls. teens. Uh, Katie Gannon, uh, Sevon, you're a great host. Oh, thank you. Very, 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 very kind. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, JR, that was funny as shit. I would uh, just like uh, to say that score by Catlin Van Zyl was one of the most impressive that I saw this entire week. We've been, uh, I mentioned earlier, there were a few outliers in terms of bigger athletes that did well on this workout. And she's one of them that definitely stood out to me. So extremely well done there. Oh, how do I know her? Where did, where did, where, well, we <laughs> saw her somewhere recently. We were covering her. We, I kept calling her Van Zyl. Was that Wadapalooza? Who is she? Was she on a team? Yeah, she was someone? on Sarah's, Sarah's team. Uh, it was supposed to be Emily Rolf ended up being uh, Victoria Campos competing with them. And she will be one of the women that's in contention for a game spot in Oceania this year. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There she is. All right. I can't remember if it's her. I get her confused with one other girl. That chick has a kid? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Oh, why, why, um, uh, Emma, Emma Tall, uh, that's the girl, um, uh, she was on the show, the last chance qualifier girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she going Not to the games like- this year? Uh, I, I would say she's, uh, you know, assuming that Europe's going to get 10, nine to 12 spots for the women. Yeah. I think she's a, a good bet to get one of those spots, this, especially this when I see something like this, like, um, I just wouldn't, pe- this isn't a workout that I would think I'm a tall for. So when I see someone that I'm saying, ah, running, I don't know, getting off the ground, fast burpees, pull-ups, but she did well on this workout. That is like the contrary to like the, the women that I'm looking at. Maybe they'll make it to the games. I see them not do great on this workout. Seeing her do well on this workout gives me even more confidence for her season. She's big, right? She's, she's, she's strong. I mean, she's, uh, I, I want to say she's big, but I mean, she's, but relative to the field, she's quads taller are and probably heavier. twice as big as mine. Right. And, and, and how about Jen Ryan and, uh, Pamela, uh, G- uh, Gagnon, do they, are they, are they get what? Gagnon. Gagnon. Yeah, that's what I said. How about Jen Ryan and Pamela Gagnon? Uh, game, do they go to the games? Are these games athletes? 
I don't think Pamela will, will even try to go to the games and being the last age uh, eligible in her division, it's going to be very difficult anyway. It's really, really rare that that happens, especially with only 10 athletes in the field. Jen Ryan has been to the games many times before on teams as masters. Uh, I think it would be still be hard for her to make it this year, but she'll probably try. Okay. A- Amy Morton, is she, is she masters? Has she been to the games? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. First year, good. I think. Right. I think she's like in contention for podium at the games in that division this year. Wow. Okay. Amy Morton. Right. Oh, there she is. Okay. Let me take, let me take a look at her. Oh, she's fucking private. Let's go to the men for okay, this fine. workout. Part A. You know how I know I the, uh, the barbell spin follows her. That's how I know it must be her. Oh, CrossFit athlete. That's always weird when the athletes are private, right? So I'm going to try to follow her. It's always, I always think it's a little creepy to hit follow on someone you don't know. Uh, are, are, should we, can we do unimpressive or is it too late? <laughs> You're the boss. Let's do unimpressive then. Let me see where's my very well prepared unimpressive. Oh, <laughs> it's actually mislabeled, Caleb. I didn't get it correct. It's the one that starts with, uh, oh no, wait, where is it? That's it. That's it. That's it. 23A. Oh, yeah. That is my bad. I remember seeing Guy on there and tripping. Uh, Guy Malheros, Moritz, Feibig, Fabian, Benito, Patrick Vellner with the asterisk mark. That just means that he did it at the live announcement. Uh, Philip Philip Muscarella, Spencer Panchek, second week in a row. Oh, we should have that too. People who just are repeat offenders. Uh, uh, Augustine uh, Raquelme and uh, Jake Berman, another repeat offender. Jake and Sp- uh, Spencer staying on the ass list. Yeah, and um, oh, I misspelled Guy's name, I think. That's bothering me. That's anyway, okay. um, you know, we talked about the fact that uh, it seems like a lot of, of athletes of this ca- caliber should be doing better on this workout. You know, there's, I uh, can't really think of a reason why these, some of these guys would be doing this poorly on this workout. When the men's division you're talking about, these scores are like well outside the top 500. Some of them are outside the thousands on this workout. I mean, it's, and I know that there are a lot of people that will not be nearly as fit as them that can do well on this workout, but I would expect that these types of athletes that are contending for the games could at the very least get 165 to 170 reps. Jerry, you agree with that? Yeah, maybe. I mean, like in the case of Spencer Panchik, if you go and look at his scores, I mean, I would say 296, he should be on the impressive list for the lift because although he is really strong overhead and all the Panchik guys are strong, I wouldn't expect him to be upward, up around 300 pounds on the second part. So maybe he just went through a pretty big strength cycle. Maybe he's just getting back to a lot of monostructural conditioning or just simple body weight stuff as the season ramps back up. And his focus going into this was, hey, I'm just going to keep a good pace and I really want to see what I can hit under fatigue because lifting under fatigue is something that I want to get better at. Uh, I don't want to uh, break your heart, but he is not on the impressive list for part B either. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, and, and any standouts here, Claire, for you? And, and are you shocked by seeing any of these names on here? Are you looking at Guy and you're like, ooh, man, why? Why? Why 155, Guy? N- not necessarily. I mean, he's a pretty big dude, right? 
He's so, carrying a lot of muscle. He's carrying a lot of muscle. He's That's, just, yeah, he's a big boy. So, I mean, like, if this is favoring a smaller guy, then this is not favoring him. So, I mean, mind you, I think on this one, his was like 5,384th. So that's like down there, you know, but 5,384. I believe on this workout. Yeah. I wonder if that's the worst for any, uh, uh, games, uh, athlete who was at the games last year. God dang. Uh, what about Pat Vellner? Do you think them, uh, that we're seeing a waning Pat Vellner, uh, Claire? I have, I'm curious. I, I don't, I don't think I have any sort of opinion other than that. Like, you know, we went, I don't, I don't know. I, I hope not. Cause who wants that? But right. But you have an eye on them. Yeah. You're like looking over there and being like, Pat, you okay? Like just did like, you okay, Pat? Yeah. You good, bro. Yeah. You good. Well, uh, JR is it time? Is uh, What's going on with Patrick Vellner? You good? No, not at all. I, I don't think so. I think it's, I think some of it's just the product of hearing the workout first, having to perform it probably with the most harsh and most critical judging standards of anyone that probably did it. Mm-hmm. Um, being a really, really long-armed athlete, and we've already talked about that, but there's a picture I saw of him and Roman in a freeze frame, and Pat is actually off the ground higher up than Roman, and he's shorter, and he's got a shorter pull-up bar. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so it just shows you how long comparatively like his, his arms are to have to use a pull-up bar like that. This is all music to Brian's. Uh, years. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> uh, Lucky Camera Straps, Australia, $10. What do you guys think of the score balance between Part A and Part B? In general, are the average males much stronger than they are fit or vice versa? Whew, that's a big question. There are more games athletes at the top of A than B. Mm. That's normal for strength stuff, though, right? Don't we see a bunch of like uh, specialists usually come in? Yeah, and and uh, especially because there was no gate to Part B, you don't you could just log a rep and then just whatever you want for, for the rest of the time and uh, and go do a big lift. So as long as you could do one burpee pull up, you're good to go. Did, did we see anyone game it like that? Not quite that egregiously, but you know, the, some of the stronger lifts have pretty low scores on the and, on Part A. Um, did, did did do they pay out a a prize mm-hmm. for each? For part A, there's a $2,023 prize, and for part B, there's a $2,023 prize? Yeah, and uh, Snorri made a post about this today because one of his athletes, Kelsey Keel, had the second best lift in the world. They posted her score about five hours shy of the competition deadline, uh, thinking it would be good enough to to win. She's never won a worldwide open workout before. And a woman who has done the open a few times in the past, I think this is her fourth year doing it, She's no, no, notoriously great at strength, notably good at, at strength. And she's very strong. Um, did a, you know, much, not that impressive workout a, and then outlifted her by, I think four pounds or something like that to win the workout. Oh shit. So she waited either that, or she redid it after seeing that. That's awesome. Right. Anyway, but you know, you, um, do you want, you know, this is a question for CrossFit. Like, do you want to reward that? Do you, you know, there's only four workouts, probably it's only four men and four women worldwide that are going to win that money. Do you want someone who sandbags the, the buy into that heavy lift to be eligible to win that money? And in some cases we've seen, oh, never mind. I'll just stop there. Uh, well, do you, do you think it's outside the spirit of the games or do you think that something technically should be fixed? 
I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a question that I wonder if, I wonder if CrossFit asked that question of themselves before coming up with the rules here and, and the eligibility for winning that prize money. And if they didn't ask it, I'd like to know why they didn't ask it. And if they did ask it, I'd like to know what the reason was for not having some, at least some kind of gate to that, to being eligible to win the prize money. There is a, like, if you don't have a video, you can't win it. The guy who won 19.1 was like a six foot seven guy from Norway, but he didn't have a video. So he was ineligible to win the prize money. That's the only criteria that I know of in the case like this. Did did that same thing happen in the dudes? Is there some freak Russian that won? um, (laughs) No, it was the guy, uh, he's a Wall Street weightlifter. Oh, he did win it. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. shit. Hey, is there drug testing for the, then there's no drug testing for the open either. Well, there's the out of, you know, there's a, the, what is the list called that people are on? And I think that at any point, if you register to compete, they can ask you for, they just say you have to take a drug test. Yeah. 375 pounds. No oh doubt about it. He did that easy. <laughs> the kick at the end gets me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unreal. That's the kick for me. And you're just from a programming standpoint, a lot of people will push back and say, well, this is how you fix that. You give everyone a 20 minute window and you give them an amount of reps they have to do for time and whatever mm-hmm. time they have left in the 20 minute window, they get to lift. So if you're not fit enough to at least complete a certain amount of work in the window, you don't get to show how strong you are. Well, there are a lot of people in the community that, I mean, how, how few reps are you going to give? Are you going to give 120? Are you going to give 130? So some people do a six-minute workout, and some people have 14 minutes of lift, and then some people have an 18-minute workout and just have time for one lift. So that's 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 difficult. But we have seen in the past, right? 15.1, 15.1a, 18.2, 18.2a. Um, so I guess you could still say, right, 21.3, and is it 21.4, Brian? That was actually 0.4, not 3a. Mm-hmm. And then this year, whenever there's any kind of a max lift, it's really just going to flip the leaderboard. And that goes from like the worldwide leaderboard to master's leaderboards, everything. You won't but, find but, JR on the leaderboards anymore is what he's trying to say. That, <laughs> that, that being said, the thruster is a pretty good one. If I, I mean, I'm reading into it, but Brian says if there is a workout that's good for the shorter athletes, a strength movement that is the thruster. So that does make it some a, a bit of an equalizer, doesn't it? Oh, you mean instead of just saying that the lift is always better for the bigger, heavier, taller athlete? Right. Or, 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 or yeah, maybe it's, it's, it's some sort of equalizer I'm thinking. Maybe I'm right. not thinking clearly on it. As, as opposed, you have a as, thought there, Claire? About the I lift? I don't know. You look like you're, you're curious. I'm just intaking the information, thinking <laughs> yeah, it's, about it. It's, it's, oh, here we go. This guy, this fucking it, guy. I'm changing Justin? my if fucking not, number. I it, mean, hi. Nice to hear from you, Justin. No. <laughs> Justin, hi. I, I have a prediction. I think that Adrian's going to do. Sorry, Claire. I forgot to tell you there's five of us on the show. Uh, I forgot to tell you about Justin. He, Justin, you're an hour and six minutes late, buddy. I know. I was coaching. All right. Go ahead. I think there'll be a single modality gymnastic test for 23.B. I think Adrian's seen the disproportionate strength test thing happen before. And I think the writing's on the wall from what we saw in the games that he thinks we should be prioritizing gymnastics. And I think for the first time we'll have two, two parts. I agree. There will be two, two parts. I agree. This is fucking so obvious. I agree. Uh, Yes. Thank you. 
All right. Sorry right. for calling. Yeah, you, you, apology not accepted. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a way better call than yesterday. Um, Mark Kramer, uh, Australia, uh, two dollars. The team keeps getting bigger and better. We'll see. It's a little early in the show. Only, one thing, on. one one simple thing that they could do is you you know ju- we'll just take this exact workout. You could just say, if you don't finish the twenty five burpee pull ups, you're not eligible to win the prize money. That's like only applies to the first place person worldwide. If you haven't at least done that much work, and you know that could, I just I'm just picking a number, but mm-hmm. that's one one thing that they could do to at least prevent someone like that from doing one rep and then taking the the two thousand dollars. I I I don't know. I kind of like it. Do, do you guys do? You, are you okay with just some fucking juiced up Russian coming in and just taking the money? Sorry for being so ethnic. Ethnic. Uh, uh, we can pick any ethnicity. Claire. Oh, sorry, I'm looking up at you and you don't even know that I'm talking to you. Claire, are you okay with uh? Are you okay with someone just coming in and taking the money, doing five reps and lifting heavy and taking the money? Yeah, I I think grand scheme of things, I'm just not that concerned with that detail. But there's just yeah, get the other money. Come to think about. Come, we welcome you into the community, even if you have fucking low uh, low morality and low values. You're welcome. We'll fix you. Jr. Do you have a problem with someone coming in, doing five reps and then warming up and like like we know the Wall Street weightlifter can do a 405, right? We know he can do a 405 thruster. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it in his training videos. I don't know. I mean, I think for everyone out there that's saying it doesn't matter anymore, they're not qualifying people to higher stages. It it does matter if a thousand people do that to those people that have thrusters that are getting knocked down a thousand more spots and then they don't meet their goal of competing in quarterfinals that year. Oh, well, shit. That's true. That's true. That sucks, actually. Okay. For the sake of qualification, not for the sake of the prize money. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't care. Come in and get the prize money. But for the qualification, that kind of hurts a little bit. For sure. Uh, uh, Gabby Parrish, a a good good contribution, if it's true. We will find out here in a minute. I don't think that most of those scores are actually valid. Only six men in the entire world beat Mal, Matt Fraser, O'Brien in 23.2A. That's the most impressive. That's most impressive noteworthy. I think it's – is that true? Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it's six either. Hey, so twenty three—that's a fucking. I didn't even think about that. Are you twenty three point two and A is the same for dudes and and chicks, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that is great! What a great data point. How come we're not just drilling that? Oh my god! I mean, it's 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 not drop the ball, Gabby. You schooled us. You're on the next show. It's like it's like Carrie Pierce winning Mary. Yeah. Um, we, 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 I guess we had talked about that a little bit last week. We were wondering it's the, if it's any the second week in a row, right? It's the second week in a row. The workout's been the same for males and females. What was the, what was the first one? I forget already the chipper, but there was, oh, right. there, there weren't less cows and there weren't less muscle ups or anything like that. Um, uh, can we see that? Can we see what, um, can you, can you validate that? Uh, Caleb, can we see the leaderboard? There's still a few names on the men's leaderboard that uh are, are above this that i'm not i've never heard of them before and they're so her so Mal's, is 188 okay and then they've right been now, pulling they have been pulling names off the leaderboard so they're they're working on it oh shit wow they're only five ahead of her in the men's leaderboard so she ties with i don't recognize any I, oh. no 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 we know we know scott tetlow right that's it we know Charles Coran 
from last year that opened. Yeah, guy. that's the guy from Mayhem. <laughs> oh no, shit! That's the guy. But click on his name. He's not at Mayhem anymore. Look where he's training now. Yeah, Rich kicked him the fuck out. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! He went to Krypton. Uh, Claire, do you do you, do you know what we're talking about? The facilities and who who is a part of them? Yes. Or, or no, just that this guy, Charles Coran, so he won the first two open workouts, I think, like worldwide last year. Or he did better than Rich, and he was training out of Mayhem, and no one knew who he was. He was just some dude there taking classes. And we were kind of using him as the litmus test that it was a bad open because some some random dude at Mayhem was, was winning the open. And now so maybe it wasn't because he's going somewhere else and doing it again? Yeah, now he's over at, at, uh, at Krypton. Okay. Uh, uh, I have not heard of Diego. Victor Lungdahl was like fifth place in the open worldwide last year. So he's shown some capacity in these style of tests. Yeah, I think he won 22.1. And then the guy immediately below him is another person I have not heard of previously from Mexico. How about there's a guy down there, a uh, e, uh, guy named ESPN Dale. Espen Dale. <laughs> The second E is critical to the team. Yeah, whatever. Don't ruin my story. <laughs> and then and then Ricky Garrett is uh, is, is doing pretty good. Ricky yeah. Garrard is doing yeah. great. Uh, top, top, he's, killing it. he's got a seventh place and a ninth place on the Metcons. His lift is not bad, but it's punished heavily with the you know six hundred place or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I hope that guy in second place is a real dude, Lucas Panak. Oh, this is good. Okay, so Mal, so okay, Gabby. So that's, I mean, Mal is just an absolute savage, and, she, and she's all. Well, we'll get to her, right? We'll get to her. Mal, you fucking up, Gabby. You're fucking up the show. Uh, Stephen uh, Den Braver, four ninety nine, twenty three point one, was more indicative of elite fitness than this workout. I think we talked about that last week. People, I mean, you really liked that one, right, Jr. and Brian? You guys were like, "Fuck, that's the one." And Vellner was second in the world. Huh? Strong point. I, overall, I would say, like, when we're showing these uh, unimpressive performances from this week, don't weigh too heavily into them. I would be more concerned if there was someone that did, like, surprisingly poorly last week than this week. Okay. So so that validates opinion, uh, Steve. Honestly, comment. in my opinion, this workout, the combination of these two workouts is better suited for a small field of athletes, not for, a, a, for 100,000 people in a division. Uh, Bruce Wayne, uh, I want to thank you for – all the thumbnails and for the uh, last minute update, getting Claire in the thumbnail. That was good. And I appreciate you making her just a little bit smaller than me. Nice touch. <laughs> just a little bit. Who was that? Shout out. Thanks. Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Thank you from Claire also. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, okay. Um, unimpressive. Uh, any, anyone else on here we want to talk about? Spencer Panchik. Anyone you're worried about? Any injuries? Is, is Jake Berman, it, it was last year his, his only hope to go to the games. Is he just a training partner now? No, he's ramping back up. I think he he'll is? be. I think yeah. I think he'll be ready to go in a couple. If months. he's good, I'd like to get him on the show. He's never been on the show, right? He might be cool. He is cool. He was on once with Noah. I think they were just in the car. But yeah, yeah I remember that. But he's never. We never got to like just hang. Yeah, All he's right. got. A, he's got a cool he, story. He does have a cool story, uh, both inside and outside of uh, CrossFit or fitness realm. He sounds more like he's going to end up being on the demo team if he doesn't get his shit together. <laughs> <laughs> that's the motivation they need they just need to hear you talk some shit you're gonna be on the demo team there's your first clip for this show Savan. thank you okay uh, you're gonna be on the demo team by the way come on my podcast yes 
Get your shit together. Okay, let's go over to um, Impressive Males, uh, 23.2. Oh, shit. We have so much to do. We better stop dilly-dallying. Oh, shit. We forgot the the kids' divisions. Um, We're going over to uh, Impressive uh, Performances, 23.2. Oh, Oh, I thought maybe a pan chick got on there. Nope. Okay. Well, we just uh, talked about most of these guys. And the ones that we haven't talked about, uh, Dallin Pepper stands out to me here from a man of his size. Phenomenal performance on this workout. And we know that for years now he's been working on his running and his cardio and his endurance and seems to be paying off, at least in this workout. This is the type of performance that I'll like take note of because – I'll be looking next year to see or at the games later this year to see if he can make an improvement from 18th or 19th that he was. And uh, this is something that's positive for me in terms of that trajectory. Uh, Jethro Cardone uh, show bridges <laughs> video. No, but thank you. But no, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, I don't recognize a bunch of these dudes names. Um, obviously, Will Morad's been around forever. Let me ask you about Scott Tetlow. I, I thought it was, last year was his last year. I thought last year we had him on or we spoke to him, and he's like, yeah, I, I spoke to my wife and my family, and uh, last year, this is my last year. I'm putting my shit together and going for it. At this point, every CrossFitter is grouped into the same category for me. as a, I'm not buying it. <laughs> no one's right, retiring. Okay, fine. I get it. <laughs> yeah, and Hal's the one that Sevon had the cool exchange after the uh, – Jackie workout at the semifinal. How's the guy that um, they had that pleasantry exchange after the workout was over? He and Tetlow. Oh, no shit. Okay, yeah. good. Wow. And they both made the impressive performance list. Crazy. And some of these, like, there's obviously a lot of people that did better than Hal, uh, uh, you know, a few hundred or whatever it was, a hundred people. But he, Justin Rhodes, those are some guys that I'm looking at this year to see what they can do. And so I'm just taking note and just kind of putting them on people's radar here in case they end up doing something special at semifinals. Uh, this is uh, Cody Wilson. Uh, Josh got 190. <clears throat> yeah, so did um, uh, Charles Coran. <laughs> no, great job. Uh, Josh is coming back on. We already got him rescheduled. Uh, we'll show the video then. We have time for that shit now, but thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, next list. I can't wait. Hold on. Katie Gannon, we got to do just some of the – we got to be nice to some of the people. Uh, this is a required kindness to Katie. Uh, Victor, so happy to see him back there. Uh, Mr. Schweitzer, Hal Fisher uh, puked on an air runner right beside me at regionals when I was judging. Wow. I think I saw that too. And you just saw, remember we played that and the, you just see the puke, just go in the runner, just get cycled into the runner. That was awesome. Thank you. Uh, that was a better contribution than Katie's. Good job, Scott. Uh, Chase Ingram. He also didn't do the lift. Wow. Oh, who? Uh, Bridges, um, Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, fair. 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 Yeah, I, I, and, and he told us, I think, ahead of time that he wasn't going to do that. Uh, Claire, I'd like to introduce you to one of our uh, uh, most prestigious uh, listeners, uh, Jenna Tulls. Uh, Hello, just, Jenna. Yeah, Jenna Tulls. You. Yeah, everyone <laughs> does. Everyone loves Jenna Tulls. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, impressive perform. Uh, where do we go from here? 23.2 uh, B unimpressive women. Nah, maybe, maybe we can skip, can skip the, the unimpressive lifts. Really? Come on. I didn't mean to uh, give you a complex. Let's do it. 
was saying so more so from a time perspective. No, no, we'll go through this fast. I don't see the un- oh, I don't even see the okay. Let's do unimpressive performances by women twenty three point two. Uh, wow, Alexis Raptis was she on the list last week? Is something wrong with her? Is she okay? I want her to do good. Just kind of three different groups of women here at the top. Those are again, you know, games a- athletes from last season. Um, not necessarily terrible lifts, but not as you know, I would expect them to be all be closer to the two hundred pound mark, a one ninety five to two hundred five range. Um, but it's really important to note here that uh, you you know because of the time constraint, it's very possible that all of these women had 10 to 20 more pounds on the bar and were this far away from completing the last lift and didn't get uh, it. And then they uh, were just having to uh, rally to accept this score. Um, that happened to, uh, you know, not, not just elite athletes, but a lot of people on this style of workout. And is another reason why I think it's kind of a weird one to have with so many athletes participating in the same division. Uh, uh, let me, Claire, what, what do you think? Um, do you know what Bethany Shadburn finished? Do you have her number? Does anyone know? Uh, when I see a number that I think maybe I could have done in my thirties, I get concerned for the athlete. Like right. that something's wrong, right? One fifty-seven. That's like, it's what, a surprise. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's really low. Right. JR. Yeah. I mean, it's lower than I would expect, but again, you know, she's been someone that's had to come back from multiple injuries. So maybe she's just, getting back under a barbell these days. Uh, Patrick Clark, uh, three of those athletes train out of CrossFit Oslo. Sahar Kaya, Matilda Garns, and Leah Storin. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> I, I, I like your uh, – any other concerns about Alexis Raptis? I mean, this is a uh, top 10 in the world games athlete, right? Yeah, could be for sure. I mean, she was last year. Crazy. Okay. And, 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 and what about Bethany? Um, is she, do we have know anything about her? Is she going, is she going to go for it this year? Where is she training? Who's her coach? Is she still with, uh, the at Las Vegas guy, Mr. Kotler? No, I um, think, I think Raptus Hiller and Shabron are all TTT now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I'd seen that. Okay. And someone I think said in here, she might go teams. Um, Okay. Well, that's uh, Molly. Great question. But if she's over at uh, training think tank, I'd have to say, yeah, she's definitely trying to go to the, to the games. And we did see she Ellie did on a- the impressive list for, listen, for listen, it, sorry, go ahead. Jared, I'll handle this guy in a minute. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Claire, you go ahead. All I was going to say is Bethany made a post specifically about this workout, but anyway, go ahead. Dude, I, I've done that. I used to, my go-to in a pinch was a fucking uh, 30 uh, cleaning jerks with 155 pounds. So you pipe down over there. JR, Claire, what, what were you going to say? No, Claire, what did she say in her post? Uh, looks like I, I just kind of skipped down to the bottom where she's talking about the lift. I was unable to finish the round of 30 burpees and hit four shuttle runs and hit 157 on a thruster. May not seem like a whole lot to some, but this is more than just numbers for me. And I'm so proud. So maybe I should go ahead and go back up and read the first part <laughs> before we get there. Oh, was she wounded or something? Yeah, rehabbing oh, her back. Okay, yeah. rehabbing her back. Okay. Yep. Advocating for myself in the gym? What, what the fuck does that mean? How do you advocate for yourself in the gym? Like, hey, I'm using the bench press. Get away. <laughs> I'm sure there are, you know, there are a lot of, these words mean a lot more to her than than most of us probably know. Yeah, and it could be that like she genuinely is like feeling good while she moves. Maybe I mean, who knows? But I know she's had a lot of injury issues in the past, you know. So maybe like prioritizing like um uh, if I'm not feeling 
healthy. Maybe I'm not doing the thing. I, I don't know. I certainly have not spoken to her, but maybe maybe that's what these words are speaking to. Jay, what do you think about that uh, grip she's choosing to use there? I actually heard about a lot of people using that supinated grip. More so the mixed grip, though, I heard was a really, um, really effective grip. That's a one, build one, one over, one yeah. under. Yeah. Dude, you know who she looks like in this? I cannot even believe who? I've never noticed before. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Her a little bit. Hold, do you guys know who that is? Wonder yeah. Woman. Is it, is it Gadot or is oh. it Gadot? I, I mean, I wouldn't have known her by name, but the other day her, her face popped up in my search and she got a huge head and she's hot as shit. <laughs> you know what? Put Bethany her on Sh- the impressive list. Put her on Bethany the Shadburn list. has a huge head. I never really, yeah, this chick right here. Yeah, she that's does a, kind of That's favor. impressive. Crazy. Wow. All right, Bethany, you go. Godot, Godot, Godot. Uh, how's a guy named Hugh? Uh, I'd like you to meet someone else, Claire. I'd like you to meet my friend, uh, Hugh uh, Asshole. Um, uh, please say hi to you. Hugh, how the fuck are you uh, correcting us on names? <laughs> Seems like there's a lot of history here. <laughs> oh, these are all my friends. <laughs> No, just a huge head. The whole head is huge. It's not just the forehead. The whole, the entire head. It's a beautiful giant head. The bigger the head, the more beautiful the woman. It's a correlate. Okay, unimpressive uh, performances by men. Twenty three point two. Hey, so do you want to take her off the list after reading that with the emotional kind of appeal, Brian, from Shadburn's uh, post? I have no, I have no emotions. Okay, fine. Uh, unimpressive performances, but God. Uh, that must have broke your heart. Lazar Jukic, uh, Yanakoski, Cole Grieshaber, big man. Uh, Saxon Panchik, always got the Panchiks. Uh, this show just hates on the Panchiks now. Uh, Noah Olson, uh, Justin Medeiros, the, the champs. What? I actually wanted to point out the Panchiks. I know they're, they're showing up on the unimpressive list. I'm not actually worried about them at all. I actually think this might be in their best interest. And that what JR was talking about earlier is that if they're on a strength cycle and they're not they're not really focusing too much about metabolic conditioning right now, that is totally fine, especially for Saxon, because he's you know, it's possible that he's peaked at the games with like fifth or sixth place. And if he's not willing to accept that, then he needs to do something differently. And maybe instead of I mean, he is historically one of the best open athletes that we've ever seen. I do these metrics they're they're not very scientific they're just me looking at the leaderboard and assigning certain um, parameters to things he's amongst the open elite historically i mean he is one of the best of the best of the last two years there's only three men that made my list and he's one of those three along with jeff adler and rich froning so the fact that he's on these lists is just because he's not performing relative to what we're used to in the open but if that translates to him being better at the games then it was all worth it uh, do you think this this is harsh, Jr. What what? I'm squatting two eighty, and he gets put on an unimpressive list. I think there's a lot of dudes on here that are some of the strongest guys in the sport, and I think Brian even knows that too. That it just might be one of those. Hey, let's just hit a good number. Let's move well, and let's not worry about twenty more pounds just to risk something silly. <clears throat> Pretty much everyone from Medeiros down on this list. Can- probably qualify for that How, did you see this our very own tyler watkins thrustered 316 that's not that's not who you think it is <laughs> oh that's another tyler watkins yeah i'm pretty sure that's the guy that well i'm pretty sure that's probably the one that was on rhapsody's team oh all right tyler i'm putting you back in the dork category sorry hey how come all of these don't have video submissions by them i don't get it 
Like, so I'm looking at Graciano Rubio, and he's 375, and shouldn't there be a video submission? They're not required to submit a video. If if um, CrossFit asks for a video, you have to supply one. But you don't. Okay. But, but if they ask for it and you supply it, you don't have to upload it to your games profile for to be available on a leaderboard. There, anyone who's doing that is doing it for one of two reasons: either because they want to, or because they're doing it at a place that's not a uh, affiliate in good standing. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Bjork and Carl Goodmanson, two seventy six. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I understand Luis Oscar uh, Mora, uh, the strong kid out of Mexico. Yeah, maybe the most surprising on here. I mean, I would have, I would just think that he could probably do 300 pounds. I would have thought he could just do 300 pounds on any given day, just knowing how strong he is in general. But uh, Jukic brothers, not known for being strong, and yet you got Lazar on here. Mm-hmm. His younger mm-hmm. brother did better than him on this. No shit. Man, something's wrong with Lazar. Uh, we'll see. All right, fine. Um, who do you, who, who? Okay, fine. The thing is that all these lifts are like in the thousands, mm-hmm. so they look really bad. But at least Velner is not necessarily that bad. I could have put Velner, and I could have put Velner on this list. The thing is that I wasn't expecting Velner to do great on this list. Some of these guys I was expecting to do, you know, probably ten to twenty pounds better than this. Uh, this is a uh, D- David uh, Laughing House. Uh, they are scared of Hiller. <clears throat> That's why there's no video. That's what he's. Okay. Uh, unimpressive men. Uh, we, we will we'll put you to rest. We're not even getting. Oh my God. We're an hour and a half in. Uh, impressive. Uh, let's, are, are we going to we do impressive women yet? You're supposed to be keeping track of the paperwork. Okay, I am. Uh, impressive performances by women, 23.2B, Emma McQuaid, Jessica Andrazik, uh, Carolyn Stanley, Chelsea Nicholas, Sydney Smith, Valentina Rang- R- Rangel, and Mia Hesketh. I don't fucking know any of these people. Well, I, know actually, is, I know one. I know one. This is There's some pretty incredible stories on here. Chelsea Nicholas is uh, 35 years old, 222 pounds, which is better than Gabby McGowan, Laura Horvath. I mean, I was really, really impressed with that. Uh, Valentina Rangel competed at in Dubai and blew her back out, like slipped the disc in her back. I cannot believe that she's back and lifting this well uh, a couple months later, but she is. And Mia Hesketh, if you haven't seen on her Instagram, she put up, she thought she was done with PRs and CrossFit and she had a lifetime PR and a thruster during this <laughs> workout and was ecstatic about it. So Why? How old is she? Mia? Yeah. In her 30s, I think. Um, uh, it's, it's interesting. Emma McQuaid, uh, wh- where was she that she let us down? That's not fair. That's not the right wording where we were surprised. I, she I did, did have her on the unimpressive list last year. I, uh, last week, I thought that that 23.1 would be a workout that we would see 10 you know, top 10, top 20 worldwide from someone like her. She was well outside of that, but she did have a, a phenomenal lift this week. So wanted to make sure to give her credit for that too. Um, and, and, and Emma didn't didn't have a, a stellar performance at Wadapalooza either, right? Who's Emma? Yeah, Emma McQuaid. Uh, she did not. I don't think she, she just did. She's the team, yeah. I think. Yeah, she won Wadapalooza the year before that. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's why I was thinking. Okay, uh, I, I just remember the last couple of things that we've seen of her. I was surprised she didn't do better. Who was on her team at Wadapalooza? Do you remember? <sighs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's a good. No, it's a good team. It was the Go Wad team. 
Jack and Dahlstrom and Sola Sigurd are daughter, I think. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Um, Barry, Barry's asking why Kelsey Keel, Christine Middleton, Danny Spiegel, Amanda Barnhart are on this list because uh, they did what I expected them to do. Very impressive, but not necessarily surprising. Uh, impressive performances by the men. Oh, okay. I know some of these dudes. 23.2. Uh, Tyler Christopher, uh, Anol Akai. It's interesting that you put him on here with the 291. It's interesting that dudes made it on here with less than 300 pounds. William Leahy, the fourth. You're big on him. You're big on Bill, right? You're kind of high on that dude right now. So two, a couple different things going on here. I would say of all of these lists, the one I'm most impressed by is Tyler Christopher at the bottom. I, I don't know why I didn't sort him up to be second from the top here, but you know, he's kind of known for not having great overhead strength. It let him down last year uh, at the semifinals, prevent him from making the games. So really impressive lift for him there. And then, yeah, there's like the guys that are below 300 that are that are on this list are guys that you would not expect to be doing. Like if I told you that Norman Woodring beat Bronislaw Alenkovich on a one max thruster, like you would say no way in hell. Like it's never mm-hmm. it's never going to happen. And he beat him by like 20 pounds. So that's why they're getting on this list. God, that's a great name. Woodring. Uh, Jason Hopper, 305. Is he getting stronger? Is he getting stronger, JR? Yeah, he's getting stronger everywhere. He. He went for 320 and missed, but it was really, really, really close miss. So it was a pretty big jump. Uh, and Tim Paulson, and, and big and guy, that, short arm. And that probably happened to almost everyone, where they made a 10 to 20-pound jump at the end and barely missed it. It's either that or you barely hit it. And so we don't necessarily know where these guys fall. Like The difference between that 20 pounds from Woodring and, and Bronislaw, maybe Braun went from 276 to 316 and missed it by a centimeter, and Woodring PR'd his, his thruster and his previous lift was 273. And if, if just those things had happened to go the opposite way, Braun would be at 316 and Norman would be at 273. Like We don't know. Um, Tim Paulson, big dude, short arms, right? Mm-hmm. Still great lift. Um, and yeah, like uh, you know, like I said, Annual Bill Lee, he wouldn't necessarily peg them as being super strong. I wouldn't peg him regardless. Strong. Okay. <laughs> and that team, that team looks, that team looks strong right now because we'll probably see Tola on the impressive on both. Yeah. That's right. Um. I uh, before we go to impressive both. Oh no, sh- shit. Okay, we did unimpressive uh, twenty three. Okay, we got those guys unimpressive. Uh, before we go to uh, impressive on both, I want to uh, go through the uh, men's divisions uh, from fourteen years old to sixty five years old minus the individual. It's a uh, it's twenty three point two A and twenty three point uh, two B. Uh, oh, interesting. Impossible to say for 35 to 39. W- why is that? Why do you have impossible to say? Because there was like, when I checked earlier this afternoon, there were like uh, almost up to 10 scores at the top of the leaderboard that I, and I had no idea which ones were valid or not. It was, cr- it was just crazy. Okay. Uh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm willing to bet that they're better now because they've made a lot of changes since I sent you those things five hours ago, but it was just indecipherable basically i'm just going to go take a quick peek not that i want to spend time on it um but i'm just curious if it's uh men 35 to 39 scott tetlow's in purple here because i knew that there were several scores on the leaderboard ahead of him that were invalid now those scores have all been removed and he's where he should be which is in first place 
Hey, so this automat the leaderboard automatically puts people in if they're in both categories if they're um mm-hmm. okay. Any everyone that's in gray on this is all of their workout standards are the same. So you they will all be in both the open division and their specific age division when applicable. Okay. And the and these are the uh these are the winners. Those are the top scores when I checked at four o'clock this afternoon. Anyone in particular you want to talk about? Any any games champs on here? Previous game champs? Got a Russian guy there in sixty to sixty four for you, Igor. Yeah, Igor. No, I mean Giannis Papadopoulos. People probably recognize him, um, but a lot of new names here. So you know, I just you know this is a opportunity for some people to make a a move. And always in the age group divisions, there's new people entering the scene. So, okay, uh, let's look at the women. Uh, 23.2A, 23.2B, 14 years old to 65 years old. I recognize that name, Elizabeth Ramsey. Did she win last year? I don't I don't know. <clears throat> okay, you have a uh, so Kerstetter Kerstetter 1B. Oh, and we'll find out. Does she win both? What do you mean? Does she, uh, you, so isn't there a bow? Oh, no, no. Okay. Sorry. 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 I got confused by the pages. Right, okay. Right, right. They're yeah. scored separately. Okay. Yeah. And oh. there's a lot of, of well-known names on this list. I mean, Kelly Friel is incredible. Susan Clark back in the mix. She's undefeated at the CrossFit games. We'll see if she goes for another title this year. Oh, wow. How many games has she been to? I think five. I think she's five for five. It's either four for four or five for five. She's never lost. Vilma Diaz is going to give her a run for her money. I wonder what the max thruster is for those chicks. Uh, I think that was one where where Vilma's lift was like 130 and the next one was like 100. And that's why I put it in red. What is that, women 60 to 64? Dude, 185 pounds? What's the next one after that? You're telling me a 60-year-old woman's thruster? Uh, 147. Yeah, so that's why I put it in red. That's a great example. 147, 145, 142. Fairly believable. 185, massive outlier. Could be true. I would want to check the video. Okay. And and, and uh, so another thing is there. you're telling me a 60-year-old woman got 10 pounds less than fucking Bethany Shadburn? No, she got 30 pounds more. No, sorry, for second place, 147. Oh, yes. Yeah, something's not right. <laughs> But that woman, if the woman who's in second place, if you look at her other scores, she's clearly one of the best in the division. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, and it's not that unbelievable relative to the scores right below her. Uh, David Hippensteel got 192 pounds, second place, <clears throat> 65 plus men. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I wonder if, if when, uh, when Hiller goes to heaven, if God's <laughs> going to be like, dude, you were picking on an old dude. You're all juiced up and you're picking on an old dude. It's fucked up. They're going to have a little sit chat at the gate. Yeah, get back down there. And God's going to be old as shit, all wrinkly, wearing a diaper. I want to I look at the uh, women 65 plus, too. I'm curious what the max uh, – how do I find that? I, don't, I, I just see women 60 – oh, 65 plus. Uh, JR, yes, sir. max thruster for a uh, 65-plus-year-old woman. Holy shit. For 65 plus? Yeah. I don't even know if I can do this with the current status of my back. 167. 137. You're telling me that lady did 20 pounds less than Bethany Shadburn? (laughs) 
She got her nutrition on point. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Who, the old lady? <laughs> yep. <laughs> God damn. She's sleeping 12 hours a night. I'll do a cup check on her. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, yeah. Solid My photo. God. Solid photo. <laughs> those are twice the size of, uh, those are twice the size of uh, Dave Castro's calves. My God. Okay. Um, impressive performances. Uh, let's start with the uh, boys. Uh, these are the guys that Brian really likes. He thinks they gave it their all, and uh, they they believe the open means something. Uh, how are you doing for time? Um, uh, what's your name? You guys know who I'm talking about. Mr. Howell. Are you serious? Yeah. How are you doing for time? <laughs> 45 minutes ago, I was I was out of time. But now, oh, now okay. we yeah. Good. Well, because we because I need to ask you, uh, uh, we need to get at least some predictions for you. Okay, we'll go through this fast. Uh, Jeffrey Adler, uh, one eighty one three twelve. Tola Amor, can you? Why is Tola Tola on here? Big guy who got a one seventy five. You like that? Phenomenal, and one of yeah. the top five or ten lifts in the world. I mean, this, yeah. like Jr. was saying, this is one of the standout performances of the Open this year, regardless of what happens next week. Uh, when I was in Nashville, he was there and he was running the entire time. Yeah, okay, I agree. Big dude, giant dude. Uh, what about who's this guy in red, Darren? Well, he's you know, his scores may not be as great as everyone else on this list, but he's from Africa. And that's those are still pretty pretty impressive scores. They rank very highly in Africa, and I think he's a relatively unknown name that could potentially challenge for the game spot this year. So I wanted to acknowledge that. And who knows? Maybe Africa will get an extra spot. No, actually, we do know about that. <laughs> so wait, uh, on your on the impressive, Tyler yes. Christopher's in fourth overall right now, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's not on this list. Yeah, yeah, get him, get him. Well, is that because he landed on the B list? So he's just he got his spot. Uh, what was his uh, score on the on the middle workout? Uh sixty first. No, 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 it's 267th on the running. 172 reps. Yeah, no, it just was pretty selective for this list. There's certainly other okay. people that could have been on it. Gotcha. I like that, though. Yeah, get him. Uh, I do. Yeah, do that. I don't, seven likes that a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, get I just him. think it's impressive. I mean, for him to be, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's just three tests, right? But, like, still, that's, I mean, and that lift was bonkers. And he's a big dude, right? I think it's like 195. Uh. Tola got 11th uh, with that 327. Hey, did any of these um, uh, ties cause any problems? Oh, okay. And, and Tyler got 27th. Sorry if you just said that. No, any I mean, look, t- we just, uh, I think, Halpin told us today that there were, you know, three to 5,000 people at every number for like 50 numbers in a row on 23.2A. Okay. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's just a decision that cross like that was obvious that that was going to happen. So they just, just obviously were okay with it. Or so if I, it. so if I, if they put me like at 32nd thousandth, but there was a dude who got the same score to me, who was at 27,000, I would tell everyone I was 27,000 fittest in the world. I wouldn't accept being 5,000 places lower if I got the same score as some dude. If you did one rep worse, but yes. Even if I did one, the same reps, the same reps, Jack Farlow, 317 pounds. <clears throat> you know who Jack Farlow is, Claire? Yeah, Emma's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. She watched yeah. him at Rogue. Emma's boyfriend. Right? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I like Emma. Yeah, yeah, she's I like sweet. Emma too. I want, I, and I like Jack. We got to have Jack, Emma's boyfriend, Farlo on again. You have to say Emma Lawson though. There's too many Emmas that are. Yeah, really sorry. CrossFit. Yeah. Uh, Colton Merton's currently in third place in the Worldwide Open. Yeah, he's killing it. Now you fucking know. Okay, uh, impressive. Uh, <laughs> How does it make you feel, Savon? Like, do you I like love that? It. You know, for I little guys. Fucking love Colton. Yeah, okay. I love Colton. And it's actually pretty cool. You know, the thing that we that we've we, we talked about the potential for these workouts to be a little bit favorable for a certain athlete or another. But if you look at the men on their own in the top five in the world, you have Jeff Adler, who I would say is basically like prototype games athlete body type. Tola Marquino, bigger guy. Colton Mertens, smaller guy. Tyler Christopher, pretty average size for a games athlete. And Reggie Fassa, short, but but uh, you know, weighs about what you'd expect. And a pretty good blend of of uh, body types and strengths and weaknesses historically there. So, and a Jew I'm, in sixth place, Roldan Goldbaum, a Mexican Jew. Yeah, that's awesome! Holy shit! If that that's speaks more English, of the list getting we him on the show. Luis Oscar Mora. These guys are like they're so strong. I figured they both have a list like this. Lift like this. God, that's awesome. Cam Crockett, you know, showed up. I put him on my list there because he's another one of these guys that if he just tightens up a few things, he could become relevant in the extremely competitive North American field. It's a good list. Okay. Um, now we switch over to impressive women. Man, um, uh, Claire, is Mal O'Brien going to win the games this year and then be the games champ for the next five years? Too those early two to say. Separate, those are two separate questions. Oh, man. She's like you, Brian. She plays it safe. Uh, JR, is O'Brien going to win the games this year and then win for the next five years? I think she's going to win the games this year. When Tia comes back, we'll, we'll see. Really? Really, I think she's going to win the games this year, yes. Yeah, I get that. But you think Tia's going to have something for her when she comes back? I think yeah, Mal's I think about so. to go into the stratosphere, dude. I think... I, we never thought that there would be another Rich Froning, and then we got Matt Fraser, and then we thought there'd never be another Matt Fraser, and we have Tia. And I just think that uh, I think this chick Mal is just a freak of nature. Outside of injury, I think. Well, I guess that's a problem too. Uh, Jacqueline has a good point. We have no idea where Emma Lawson's going to land. That thing's still moving to the moon. Mm-hmm. God, the women's division is so great. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, Gazan, yeah. like look how she's performed, you know, like this, at least this year so far. Like, I mean, she's one to, she's done really, really well. Uh, Paige Powers, uh, Brian, anything you want to say? Kelly Baker, impressive, uh, impressive performances, uh, women both. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a name I don't hear very often anymore. No, she's, well, she hasn't been, uh, she hasn't really been competing, but she's making a push to get back into the 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 mix this year. And so far, she's looking really good. A team or individual? Individual. Uh, Ellie Turner, you like her? I I thought this was a great performance for Ellie. Again, like not someone that I would thought would get 168 reps on part one. Right. Lift is about what I'd expected, but the combination is very impressive to me. Yo, her. that girl can run. I'm telling you, don't. And and like you know, we're listing off all these names. Like the women's division is coming. Like you, you know, I think of someone like Amanda Barnhart, perennially in the top ten, eighth to tenth, almost every year. It's like 
that is going to be, even with Tia out, Kara out, Haley out, Christy out this year, there's just a wave of women coming behind that are legitimately good, talented, and threatening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ellie's a freak. I, I think she's so underestimated. I, I She's awesome. Uh, Elisa Fuliano, um, she's the one that had the uh, <clears throat> Alzheimer, uh, Alzheimer's as I tap my head. The fuck's that thing that when it gets in your joints, it fucks your joints up? All right. Arthritis. I knew it was an A word. I thought she had arthritis and really bad, and last she was a one and done last year. I mean, I kind of thought the same, but she was impressive to me at Wadapalooza. She's been impressive to me here in the Open, and the like. there are going to be good women that don't make the games in Europe, but she's going to be in the mix from everything that I've seen. Uh, anything you want to throw in here, uh, Mr. JR? Yeah, I'm just really pulling for Shelby. Neil after barely missing out last year. Um, she's another crucible competitor, her and Ellie Hiller both. So it's good to see Shelby's back at it. JR, uh, giving some love for the athletes that competed the crash crucible. Yeah. And I want and I, you know, wanted to get her on there because, you know, uh, just in case there's people that aren't aware of how good she was, except for one workout last year, she's like, she is legitimately talented and could make the games. Laura Clifton is the other woman from Australia, uh, from Australia that I was talking about being a threat in Oceania earlier in the show. She made the games two years ago ahead of Maddie Sturt. She's coming back after competing team last year, I, I think, and will be a threat to get one of those three spots. And then the bottom two women in gray, their numbers are not as good as everyone else's, but they're competing in Asia. Dewan Zhang trains with Sung Young Choi, and none of the Russian women competed last year in South Korea. I don't know if they will this year or not, but if they do, Svetlana Veselova is one of a couple Russian women that also could potentially qualify for the games this year because they're guaranteed two spots. Oh, that's cool. I hope they both make it. They have great names, Svetlana and Dewan, Dewan Young. Hmm. All right. Uh, oh, no, no mention of Mallow, uh, Mallow Brian. No mention of Daniel Brandon uh, this week. Twenty seventh. Uh, that, that's where she sits o- overall. Twenty seventh. Oh, I'm. Um, wait. Yeah, I think so. I think that sounds right. I'm sorry. No, don't she's be doing sorry. fine. Nothing. For, yeah, nothing yeah. I was gonna say. I, I just don't think there was anything like shocking. I had, had a question. I just genuinely don't know. Barnhart. I know she. You know, she moved camps, right? And does she usually do really well in the open? Uh, she's, I mean, we can check real quick, but yeah, she's pretty much as well on everything. 20th, 20th, 24th, 9th, 27th, the last five years. Okay. Oh, so last year was her best year, ninth? That, I think that was four years ago in the open. Oh, but, but that was, did you, did you, what, how did she finish in the open? I thought that's what uh, Claire was asking. How did she finish in the open? And I thought you said the last year she finished ninth in the open. That was her best no, year the ever. The last five years, she's been 20th, 20th, 24th, 9th, and 27th. So oh, 2019 okay, was her okay. best. She's currently sitting in 10th. Mm. Okay. Like I just mentioned, you know, she is one of the top 12 women in the world over the last three to four years, you know, with according to uh, pretty much everyone. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she'll be in that mix again this year. She's doing great. Mm-hmm. I, I I really uh, want to drive this home here, guys. Uh, we're, you're looking at the ranking right here up on the screen here. Mal O'Brien, Paige Powers, Emma Lawson, Alex Gazan, Ariel Lowen. Uh, kudos to you, girl. Uh, Zoe Warren, Oyana Moya. This is this is first through seventh. There's only one person up here who has a first place, and there's only one person up here who has a second place. And that person also has 107th and that 107th makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And it fucking doesn't matter. As Andrew Hiller would say, it doesn't fucking matter. This is an unstoppable force. Well, this is a, 
Last year, just add to your uh, arsenal here, seven. Yeah, last year please. on the open workout, she was first, second, and first worldwide. Yeah. And in the year before that, which was her first eligible year, she also had finishes of second and fourth on two of the four open workouts. So now she's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven top four finishes in the last three years at the open. Uh, Jackie, uh, Miley, uh, I feel like there is sexual tension between Danielle Brandon and Mal O'Brien. You feel it? You feel it? You feel it? Uh, that 107th is her worst finish in the open uh, since 21.4. Yeah, it does. And right, Patrick, doesn't even matter, right? It's like, who gives a fuck? It's a strength workout. It's just whatever. Yeah. I mean, she if top, a top, uh, top thousand in that, and we're good to go. Yeah, go page powers. I completely agree. Uh, a huge, huge, huge uh, fan. Awesome. Uh, Gazan, it's going to be awesome. All right. Um, next week, uh, uh, JR is about to tell us what the workout is going to be uh, next week. Uh, everyone get your pens and pencils out. Yeah, I wish I was going to be able to do that. I th- felt pretty confident with what I thought would not be coming. And what I thought would be coming, but after seeing the dot com workout for tomorrow, I'm now really rethinking the idea that we're going to get a lot of dumbbell work on Friday. I kind of thought that the movements that traditionally we've seen that I couldn't see being left out would be dumbbell, jump rope, and some sort of handstand movement. And we got a lot of dumbbell reps here. Traditionally, we don't see a lot of repeat movements in the same week programmed on .com that shows up for the Open. But this year's a different year, and maybe that's just something that they're doing to throw us off. And while we won't be repeating any of these movements, we may still be using dumbbells. Kettlebells are still on the table, so I'm, I haven't completely dismissed those, but I was pretty confident and still am pretty confident in those three movements. If we don't have a jump rope, I think we'll be using the plyo box. I, I don't understand, JR. Sorry. Uh, help me out here, dude. So you see this workout and you think these movements are going to be in the open or they're not going to be in the open? I don't think they're going to be in the open. And I would even go as far as to say that I'm more hesitant to think we're going to get a lot of dumbbell use, period, after having a workout with 80 dumbbell reps in it the same week. Okay. What were you thinking it was going to be? Just out of curiosity before you saw this. Um, maybe like a progression of dumbbell shoulder to overhead with handstand pushups and double unders, and then maybe double, double dumbbell ground to overhead with like uh wall walks and single unders, you know, something like that, some kind of progression. Okay. Uh, uh, uh let me ask you some things here. Uh, uh the, um, double under, are we going to see it on Thursday? I think so. Okay. Uh, Claire double under. I mean, we see it a lot. I think more, I'm more curious about time domain. I, I don't oh, know. I mean, okay. I think okay. it's going to be less than 10. Whether it's a back to back with a mandatory rest or whatever, I think it's going to be 10 minutes or less. Uh, Brian, any thoughts on it? I agree that I think it'll be probably a 10 minute time cap with the, the best in the world finishing, you know, four to six minutes. We get one of those most years. We haven't had anything in that time domain yet. I, we have had double unders every single year. I mean, I, me, JR and I were basically on the same page. The thing is that, you know, last week we had in the dot-com programming leading up to the open, there were put, there were a lot of pushups, there was a lot of running, and then we got burpees and running. So I'm wondering if that trend is no longer going to be any uh, kind of insight to the open workout anymore. 
What about a handstand hold in a box? A freestanding handstand hold? For for a part A and a part B, yeah. What's the scale for that? The 40 by 24 and hold it against the wall as long as you can? Uh, fuck, I don't know. I don't well, know. You have to you have you. to think about those things. Okay. Have, have they ever done a handstand hold in the in uh, in the open? No, just in stage one of the games, 2020. Um, Steven uh, Denbraver, uh, dumbbell snatches, double unders, overhead walking lunges, and handstand walking. Danielle Brandon and Mal O'Brien are the best on their hands, and they're in the open announcement. It's going to be an earn your fitness programming. They're both in the open announcement. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. I think that would be really cool. If they did a, a gated style where like everyone had six minutes to work, and if you were fit enough, you could work for nine. If you're fit enough, you could work for twelve. If you're fit enough, you could work for fifteen. Um, I'm a little hesitant to think they're going to use the floor space again. I think using it for shuttle runs um, was great. They said you were going to need floor space. I found it um, improbable that they were just going to skip it all together and wait to use it for quarterfinals. When gyms want to make sure that logistically they can. Um, have setups for their members, but I don't think lunges or handstand walks will come out after doing shuttle runs the second week. Um, it, it's a bit of a setup if they know it's going to be uh, on your hands and they bring Danielle Brandon in, right? I mean, it's really, I mean, she, 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 she's kind of on an island by herself there, isn't she? I thought Mal O'Brien was. I would say as far, I would say as far as being a great comeback, goes, yeah. Like <laughs> I would say it's Alexis Raptus, Danielle Brandon, Mal O'Brien, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I don't think Adrian's putting much thought into who's competing there. From what I've seen so far, I don't think he's putting too much thought into uh, whether the the affiliates can accommodate it or not. The equipment list is out there, and you know, floor space is included. All the things that are included is expected to be had if you want to participate. I think he's programming these workouts um, just with his own thoughts about what. Is it going to be a great start to the season? He probably knows about what's coming ahead of time. And I don't think he's considering uh, all of those things necessarily that we're used to to seeing. It, you know, We've had uh, an opening workout in week one that was more high skill than we've ever had before. We had this workout in week two that we usually, usually would see in week one. Who knows? What, I mean, I think it's actually great on his behalf that he's making it more unpredictable and harder for JR. Yeah. For sure. Uh, okay, uh, Jr. Give us a give us a final uh, recap on what you think this thing's going to be. No pressure. Yeah, I'll I'll just stick to the I'll just stick to the instincts I had going into it before I saw the dot com workout or anything like that. I think it's going to be a dumbbell workout with a progression, so like a easier dumbbell movement into a harder dumbbell movement with jumping rope. I said early on, I thought we would do single unders in the open, so I'll stick to that. I think singles will be in the open, and then double unders will be the progression. And then I think there'll be some sort of handstand progression, probably while walk to handstand push-up, or maybe vice versa. What do you think? You think JR's pretty smart, Claire? Uh, when it comes to this sort of stuff, certainly more so than me. Yeah, he is smart. <laughs> He's a sharp cookie. Uh, anything else? Any closing uh, remarks, uh, Brian? Um, no, I think it was nice to feature a lot of the athletes this week and excited for the final week of the open. Look at, look at JR's kind of like sliding under the table. No. And a triplet makes sense. Chipper week one, classic couplet week two, chipper mm. week three, uh, triplet week three makes sense. 
I like uh, I, I like what what Jr. is thinking. I I feel like it might be some kind of ascending rep scheme, fairly quick. You know, like a nine fifteen twenty one, maybe like dumbbell snatch per arm, push ups, and you know, box jump overs or something like that. Uh, caller, hi. Hey, hey. Uh, hey. <laughs> you know who did that? Does anyone know who did that? Hey, the Fonz. 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 Fonzie, thank you. Hey, what's up, dude? What's up? What's up, Claire, uh, I love Fonzie? Your new show. Thank you. Well, I appreciate. I don't know it. if you need those other three guys. Yeah, me neither. But, uh, Fuck these guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you calling. It's callers like you that make this show make me feel. Um, wait, 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 wait! I'm really calling. I need to know an answer. Uh, uh, straight, except for Saturdays and Sundays, I'm open. Perfect. Okay. No, this, here, here's the question: If Roman beats Justin this year, who who's gonna who who would you pick the next year? And if Roman beat Justin two years in a row, who would you pick the next year? And if Roman beat Justin three years in a row, who would you pick the next? I actually year? like the question. I actually I get it. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. He's counting out Ricky, huh? I Literally all together, and didn't come up once. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh. He he can't he he only one if he wins one it's only one. Well, and then he, and then, he, then he, Justin he, has he, to he, fucking get rid of Ellie and go back to go back to working out. Right. I said it. I said it here first. But, 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 right. But here's here's the, here's the, here's the question for Brian. Brian, how many times in a row will Jeffrey Adler have to beat Velner before you will choose Adler over Velner? Another great question. Well, this week, this year they're competing in different semifinals, so it'll be a little different than last year. But I had them ranked one spot apart on my power rankings prior to the Open. And because there's been so many changes already with people withdrawing from the competition, and I think we actually have learned quite a bit from this year's Open, I think I might put out another list pretty soon. So we'll see. Good. Those shows get me a lot of money. I mean, viewers. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy those shows. Thank you. Uh, Claire, do you have a question for Claire or Jr. Also, anything? Uh... Uh, I I just think Jr.'s strategy of uh, not saying too much is a great way to keep one from looking foolish. Uh, I've blown that already. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> Later, dude. Thanks for calling. Oh, he's man. on to me. I don't even give. Let's say that again, Jr. He's on to me. Yeah, uh, Claire, do you have any uh, final remarks? Other than, I mean, I was just curious what the thoughts were on the time domain. Nope. Uh, good having you on. Um, you, uh, I, I think you, you, you probably spoke about the same amount as Jr. did on the first show he was on. Um, way more. And, and you think she did way more? In a good way. All right. We'd love to have just, you back. I'm just um, here to add diversity, guys. I'm just, thank I'm you. I, you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well, who's that looking in your window back there? Are we talking about right over here? Yeah, in those, uh, in those, uh, yeah, your sliding glass doors. Who, someone's standing there. Uh, creepy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who's the blonde four-year-old <laughs> in your in your background? Who? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's Avi. People have. Oh, okay. I think I have heard you, <laughs> dude. Uh, wait. That's Avi. Do we need to now go to every? Wait, what's going on behind is, Brian? Is, is that blonde hair though, or is that just the background? No, that's blonde hair. He had blonde hair. As a that kid. is crazy. His hair was that blonde. Yeah, crazy, that. right? That's what we did to Jr. When he first came on, he he sat in front of. <laughs> when he first came on the show, he sat in front of a window, so we would say, "Hey, Jr., who's behind you?" 
And since then, he didn't, yeah, he didn't sit over there anymore. He didn't like that game. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., uh, Jason uh, Kalipa will be on uh, at 7 a.m. Uh, and uh, that's cool. All right. Uh, bye-bye.